done. Cast is the funnest podcast. Hey, everybody, we're back. Only podcast around. Let's get into it. We've got quite a bit of stuff this week. We, we, last week was, uh, did anything happen last week? Uh, quite a bit happened last week. Well, we got a well, lot of stuff. two weeks ago. We didn't record last week. Yeah, so we didn't record last week because we were out of town. So we, we the last week was a bit crazy. But uh, anyway, and this week is still crazy because I have finals going on next week. But anyway, we have a big show for you guys today. We got movies to talk about. We got Craven. We got Ray. We got Transformers. Writers Guild is on strike and CinemaCon happened. So we're going to be talking about all of that stuff today and more. I hope you guys are excited. Or also, because it is now the first week of May as of recording this, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 comes out uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, which is why we're not reviewing it uh, today. But and Zelda comes out uh, the week after that. It is officially the start of the summer movie season. So we will be giving our predictions for what the 10 highest grossing movies of the summer will be. And then we'll come back uh, in September and see if uh, we were right in any way, shape, or counting September in that, I only went to... Did you go to, like, first week of August or the end of August? I just went to the slides that we made when we started, and I went to the months. That we no, made. we're not counting the month of September. We're going to come back in September because that's when August will be on. Oh, okay. Okay. All of August. Sam, you want to get started with, our, with some news regarding our favorite cinematic film universe? Absolutely. Tell me, a, tell me about the spum. What's so, Sam... We're big Spum fans, of course, all three movies in the Spum, but at CinemaCon, Sony gave its big presentation where I think they talked about three whole things, um, and one of them was the Craven the Hunter standalone film, all right? Oh my gosh, that is the project I am most excited that for. That is correct. And cannot wait to see this character whose personality boils down to crazy guy who hunts people get his own movie. But what if he was played by Aaron Taylor Johnson? I still wouldn't care. So he didn't even show up to the event. He sent like a inst- he sent one of those iPhone videos they record in their cars. I love but those. He introduced some exclusive footage that was only shown to panelists, was not released to the public. Okay. Yeah, I bet you there's a good reason. For and that. he announced that F yeah, it's rated R, Sam. R rated Craven the Hunter. Wow, that first is... R-rated movie in the Spum. That is such a news I've just been told. <laughs> well, Sam, we know Morbius was a big hit, of course, right? That was the bestest they've ever. They made, made a more billion dollars, so it did make a more billion dollars. So the, the best... problem is that's not a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> the best, uh, but by the way, a more billion dollars specifically translate to, translates to one hundred sixty-seven point five million dollars. Which... More billion dollars is just the exact number. That Morbius which, box office. Made. So, which means if they spent exactly the budget they say, which was $83 million, and they spent exactly that same amount on marketing, and that's what they needed to break even, that means they made an estimated $1.5 million in profit. So, a more billion is one5 But that does not count how much it costs when they decided to re-release Morbius for the second time. So that 20 people so could go that 20 it. people, because they thought the internet memeing about it would account to actual They thought off. they were memeing about it because they liked it, and not because it was Because it was awful. terrible, and none of them even watched it. The meme was that everyone believes he says it's Morbid Mormon time. Because no one's because actually... no one saw the movie. But Sam, don't you want to know what's in the footage? Absolutely. Did it leak somewhere? No. But we have a description 
Oh, good. So apparently, he's going to have his full comic accurate suit complete with fur. Although, no do the one, eyes shoot lasers? We did not hear anything about him having the eyes on the actual... If the eyes don't shoot lasers, I don't want it. There might not even be eyes at all. And it's not really Craven. He's only Craven if he wears a, a leopard print <laughs> vest jacket combo thing with no middle area that has big, big diamondy shaped things that shoot lasers that vaguely give the appearance of eyes. So the footage is him killing some animal poachers. Famously, uh, by the way, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's killing animal poachers, isn't? Oh, did I not mention the fact that in this movie he loves animals? So he's he's not. He's just the opposite of Craven. He's the, the opposite of Craven the Hunter, who is obsessed with hunting the biggest game he can find. Yeah. So Craven's whole thing is his goal is to hunt like the the hardest thing that there is to hunt. That he can find. So whether that's an elephant or like a giant tiger or Spider-Man, like a dragon or a Spider-Man, he just wants to hunt whatever the hardest thing to hunt is. So if he's killing animal poachers, then he's not hunting. He's opposite hunting. He's just freeing the animals. Well, so he kills all six of the poachers. He apparently he bites one's do one dude's ear off, and they and he spits it out. So that's cool. Wanna, which boxer did that? Was it Mike Tyson who did that? I think so. Uh, the footage also revealed that Sam, fan favorite character, the Rhino, is going to appear in this film. Which Rhino? He's going to be played by Alessandro Nivola. Uh, they only showed his arm in the trailer. Mm. It was gray, though. So. All right. Do you think it's going to be like. So my guess is here's what they've done. The rhino is, is, is like the guy in the actual... It has to be like the guy with the suit. The rhino is the bad guy. He wants to kill and some animal. he wants animal. to kill every rhino. Or some random or animal. Something. Oh, no, no, no. And Craven, blah, blah, blah. I got Craven it. has to stop I know exactly what it is. Um, he's found a way to like synthesize animal DNA or parts into so like he's some... he's doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Some Turtles. cool, yeah, some new dangerous technology. He found the ooze. Pretty oh, much, no, he didn't. But he has to kill all these animals to get it. So to make the ooze, he has to kill all the animals. So here's my guess: he's not actually going to be like the full rhino until the very end, right? He'll be like a guy in a gray suit, and they'll be like, "They call him the rhino because he's got the horns," like like something dumb like, like some that. Dumb some really dumb him. reason for him to be called the rhino. He'll just be like an evil businessman who wants to like have an animal experimentation lab. But Craven, because he's a big he's a big animal lover, he's not he doesn't like that. So he goes out, he's gonna use all of his cool hunting skills, right? Mm-hmm. To break into the lab and free all the well, animals. Not hunting skills, opposite hunting skills. Um animal protecting skills. Yes. He's gonna break into this big lab, he's gonna kill all the criminals. And then the rhino will be like, Well, guess what? I made my super serum, and at the very end of the movie he'll will bulk up into a big gray muscle man who will just kind of look like the Hulk. So it'll be the second Spider-Man movie with the rhino in it that the rhino's not in. Well, you know how the rhino in that one has a big mech suit, right? Yeah, because he's not the rhino. But we can't do a mech suit because then it's not like... Because the whole movie, they'll pretend it's about like nature or whatever. So in order for that to be the case, it's got to be like... He has to actually oh, turn into a rhino. Maybe it will be a mech suit. Maybe they'll try to say it's about like technology versus nature. And he'll have a big no, mech rhino outfit. I don't think that they'll do... 
I don't think they'll touch anything they even like spit on with Amazing Spider-Man Two. I don't think they're gonna do a Mech Rhino suit because I think that I think that image is still too fresh. In well, in the minds. comics, it is a suit. He's just trapped. He's just stuck in it. Like he can't get yeah, out. Yeah, it's like a big rubber suit. It's like it's like fused to his body permanently. But like, but I think I think he's just gonna be an actual. I think he will guy. just be a big monster, gray monster man. I think you know. And at the very end of the movie, a horn will like burst out of his forehead. He'll go like, and they'll carnage mode. Yeah, and everyone will be like, "Hey, look, it's no, the Rhino." I, I think he'll look like the. The non-turtle mutants did in the, the the live action, the new the Michael Bay live action Ninja Turtles movies. He'll just look like look Doomsday. Like no, but Doomsday's never been like no in Batman from, versus yeah, Superman, he'll look, where he's well, just like a big gray tadpole. He'll look like Doomsday, but with a human face. Yeah, because it, it won't be like the same as the comics where it's like a cutout. No, no, no. It'll be like his normal. face mocap. It'll be his face, but like with pasted onto a big guy. Skin yeah, yeah. And Craven will use his magic spear or whatever to kill it or whatever. And then at the end, um, the evil corporation that the Rhino is really working for is probably going to be like Oscorp. And then they'll be like, ooh, Oscorp. So what? This comes okay. out October 6th. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? This movie, this movie will be fine. I will, I will recommend this movie if one thing happens. I know exactly what it's going to be. post credit scene. <laughs> The vulture flies in. Morbius is on his back, riding him like a Pegasus, right? Even though he can fly? Even though he can fly. And he's in full morb form, okay? And he's then, morbed out. He's morbed out. He's got like he's got the, the vampire armpit wing thing from the comics now too. He's got his full suit. And and he they go up they go up to the to uh to Craven and he just finished eating a guy. And they go, and Morbius is like, hey, I like your style. He's just a straight-up cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in the rest of the movie. At the most credit scene, he just eats a guy. Yes. And Morbius, <laughs> Morbius is Morbius like, I'm about is like, that. I like your style. I like eating people, too. <laughs> and, then, and then the vulture says, hey, people like me and you should team up and do some good. Yep. And then he spits out a tooth, and he goes intriguing and then the movie ends and that's how the that's here's what i recommend i will i will endorse the movie take the post-credit scene from morbius digitally insert aaron taylor johnson where jared leto is standing and then cgi with like a snapchat face yeah yeah and then just use the same post-credit scene (laughs) (laughs) that way they can save money and they'll be no one will have seen morbius so no one will know Mm -hmm. except for us we've seen morbius (laughs) If they ever actually do do their Sinister Six movie, do you think they would put Morbius in it now? I don't think that movie will ever happen. Like, no matter what. I think it will, though. I think the universe is structured in such a way where it will not allow that to happen. It's just I think that's a cosmic impossibility. That we'll ever get the Sinister Six movie? Like, you know, okay, you know how you can't reach... That's ab- true. You know how you can't reach Absolute Zero, but you can get, like, infinitely close, closer mm-hmm. to it? It's like that. We'll never get a Sinister Six movie. We'll just get infinitely closer to it every few years. Well, not even in No Way Home could they get six villains. They only had five. That's what I'm saying. It's literally impossible to get six Spider-Man villains in one movie. You can't do it. There's no. You can't. So they're making this. They're doing uh, Madam Web, who's not even a villain. This is, but this is all in the spum set. I know, but I'm saying if they were working towards a Sinister Six, like she, we're doing um, Venom Three. Apparently, El Muerto is experiencing production difficulties. 
Wow, you're telling me El Muerto? Apparently the writer is having trouble with the script. Probably because there's no script to write. Probably because... Because um, it's a nothing There character. is no sort... There are <coughs> two issues. Whole, there are two pages <laughs> within those two issues where El Muerto shows up. He's on two pages. He's not even like a main character within that issue. He's mentioned by name once and then defeated in like the next panel he's in. But he's going to be the next big time character. Oh, he's going to be just as big as Morbius. Mm -hmm. Even bigger than Morbius. He's going to make an El Muernian dollars. A Mortillion. A Mortillion dollars. Uh, Sony just, I'm with the banger business decisions, as just, always. Just sell it to Disney. They Why know. Are well, you trying this? Because this is their only franchise that makes money. This but it doesn't make money. They talked about three different series at their CinemaCon panel, right? Mm -hmm. The Spum, Ghostbusters, because they're doing another one of those. Good. That they're going to release at Christmas time, at like the most competitive time of the year. Makes sense. And Jason Reitman already quit to go do something else. All making sense. Mm hmm. And the Equalizer three with Denzel Washington. Mm. Those are their big. Those are their big movies for this year. Equalizer three, huh? Uh huh. All right. Now we're talking. Yeah. So, remember they did that Equalizer TV show. Remember that? With um. Wasn't that a sequel? Uh. Well, Wasn't no. There's the original. There's the original one from like the '80s, and then there's the movie, which is its own thing, with Denzel. And then I think the TV show is a sequel to the original TV show. Yeah, it was a sequel to the TV show with his own. I don't think it's in the movie universe. I think that, and it's like, it's Queen Latifah, right? I think. Yeah, so she like slowly chased dudes around and like punched people. Yeah. What a good franchise. Um, good idea for a show. What if cop, what if cop did cop? What if police ran around <laughs> and punch? Sam, <laughs> you know what? Movie's probably going to have some running around and punching in it. Are you talking about... Uh, I, what are you talking about? That's not the next thing. What about, list. Sam, the next Star Wars film? Ooh, the next Star Wars We know film. that it's going to be 15 years after uh, The Rise of Skywalker, right? That's what we've been told. About Rey. Well, okay. That's what the next film in the timeline is. That's not the next one releasing. Or it could be. We don't know. Apparently, Chaka well, Wajini wants to... The Star Wars timeline is in eternal flux, so we no, don't really know No, I'm saying this could be the next one out. Well, yeah, I'm saying the like, timeline of production is in etern eternal flux, Taika, not the actual timeline. Taika Waititi apparently wants to film his next year. No, he committed to it. He's like contractually obligated to start filming next year. We'll see if it makes a date. We'll see if that contract actually it matters at all. Or if he's just fired for making another charm. That's also possible. Well, okay, given that there's a writer's strike going on and his movies usually like have no script anyway. That's true. He might I be the best be in the scenario. <laughs> this might be his ideal scenario. It'll be interesting to see how all this stuff changes with like in the wake of the events of the past like week. Yeah, we'll get to more on the writer's strike later, but Yeah, cuz th this that is going to affect all this stuff. Most of it, yeah. Anything that's not already completed, the scripts, it's all going to which this whole never actually finish the scripts until we're almost done shooting thing that Marvel has been doing for years really now. This is going to really backfire on them. Maybe that was a bad yeah. strategy. But Sam, so a new rumor has emerged about the original plans for that Star Wars movie directed by Shamin Obeyed Shinoy. This is the one with Ray. So when that movie was announced, 
uh, Damon Lindelof and Justin Brick Gibson were going to write it. Mm-hmm. They were fired. But apparently, they were fired and replaced with Stephen Knight. But apparently, their version of the script was set 60 years after the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Ray is an old woman not played by Daisy Ridley. And instead of training a whole new Jedi order, she was just going to train two new young Jedi, one boy, one girl. So the exact same as what they already did with Luke. No, because Luke didn't train anyone. Luke just um, uh, tried and then Rey trained. and he trained um, Kylo Ren. Kind of. And they were the only two force wielders we see on screen other than... Kylo. Well, he tried he, to he, train some other ones. They're the only new force users we see. He tried to train some other ones. In and the then entire the, new trilogy. So, effectively... What about Finn? Did Finn use the force? He has the force. He has it, but he didn't use it. He was, like, he passively aware of its... Ex- he, li- he, like, sensed a thing. He was feeling a thing, and then uh, we, never, we never heard it. Also, Poe also has the Force. They always say the... No, because no, uh, you know the tree that, like, grew in the Jedi Temple? Yeah. Like what, this- is he, like, made of the tree? No. His, so, his family, like... So, when, when the Jedi Temple fell, like, that tree got, like, burned down. And then yeah. but there were, like, little saplings of it that were, like, still around. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, like, after... At one point in time, Luke goes and he tries to find all these, like, saplings from the tree. Because he's he bored. put them on, like, in his new Jedi Temple. Put them on eBay to sell. And it's revealed that, like, one of them grew, like, in the backyard of, like, Poe Dameron's house. And so that made him, like, more sensitive. <laughs> that true? Yeah. According to what? It was in one of the comic books they made. Look Someone up, fact check Look Sam. up. Look up Poe Dameron's uh, Force Tree. You'll, you'll, it should come up. But Sam, what do you think about old Ray? Old, old, old bat Ray? I don't want to see that. For the same reason I didn't want to see old depressed Luke, I don't want to see old depressed Ray. Well, Luke had to be uh, old because it, he, because Mark Hamill was Yeah, old. but I didn't want him to be like, de- like decrepit and sad. Yeah, but, but Ray would have been decrepit and happy. That's not, but. If you're apparently they wanted an actress like like Helen Jedi Order come back. They wanted they wanted an actress like Helen Mirren to play Ray. That's fine. I don't care. But then they then they decided that old lady Ray. Then they decided they should they could just do it 15 years later and just pay Daisy Ridley again, who's cheaper. I just hope that this is. I I don't want to see just two guys. I want to see a new Jedi Order being made. They would. It would be two guys. That's three people does not three an order Three people make. is an order. Well, Ray probably would have died, so there probably would have been just the two. That's just... That's, that's two people. That's, a, that's, that's an dumb, order. Dumb, dumb, dumb idea. My no. question is, why did it take Ray 60 years to start training the Jedi? What was she doing? That's what I'm saying. That could only happen if she did the same thing as Luke. That's what I'm saying. What is she... This is like her fourth attempt at a Jedi order? Yeah, that could only... <laughs> it, it would only make sense for that to be the case if the exact same thing that happened in the new trilogy happened again. Yeah. Well, guess what? It is going to happen again. No. There's going to be the new New Republic, the new Jedi Order, and then the new Sith. The Sam. Second Order. They've got black robes and, and red lightsabers. There will be a new Empire, and they have guys called... Uh, um, Tsunami bad weather, Troopers. Bad Weather Troopers. Tsunami Troopers. Tsunami Troopers, and they, they wear, wear gray blue. armor. They wear blue armor, because it's like a wave. We've already done blue. They're all wearing gray haven't we done gray also? Well, if Captain Phasma were shiny, but we can do like... They'll sh- all be shiny now. <gasps> Ooh, all shiny? So they're all shiny now. Oh, and, and they, I like this. There's a, there's a new villain, and he's mysterious. We don't know who he is. He looks kind of gross and old, and he's, he wears a black cloak, and he, he's got a, like a rotting hand. He's called... 
the dictator. <laughs> He's called the monarch. He'll be called the monarch, and he definitely isn't Palpatine. And he'll have an apprentice who wears like a cool looking mask. Like probably like some black armor. Probably some black armor, like full knight armor. Like a cool but like techno, like an Iron Man suit, right? And he'll have he'll have black oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Black lightsabers. Okay. So like the dark saber. I don't know what that is. Black lightsabers. <laughs> and he'll have a big black cape. And black no, 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 no. Red cape. So we're just flipping the colors. Red cape, black lightsabers, but they come out of his arms. It's like Wolverine? Like Deadpool like Deadpool X-Men Deadpool Origins. <laughs> and the lightsabers come out of his arms, and he, like, punches people, and it stabs short, him. So he can punch Yeah, them. he can punch, stab people with lightsaber He's arms. got three on each hand. <gasps> Ooh. Yes. And just like the Darksaber, they're vaguely, very vaguely claw In a ray? You know that tool that you use to like fit, to like change your tire that's got like the four prongs? Uh-huh. Like a wrench. Ray <laughs> Ray has a lightsaber that's like that. No, okay, so you know how her, So she holds it like this. You know how her dark side lightsaber four, like flips yeah. out? So she'll have it'll be like that, but it'll have two it'll be yeah. double bladed normally, and then each and then side she can, will have a And then side she can turn out. it around like this and it spins. <laughs> and she can and she can block him with like his the lightsaber punches, ones, but just like, but she has to do it manually. <laughs> <laughs> Which those already didn't make sense because if you're blocking like this, they would just stab you like where there's no lightsaber blade. Also, they'd have to fit the whole lightsaber components in like the wheel part. Not necessarily, but it's that'd be. Dumb. Dummy the way. The, it was dumb, but they did it anyway. The logic of how those works does not hold up with the way lightsabers traditionally. Didn't they work say they're like them. not real lightsabers? They're like something else. No, the the kyber crystals were synthetic, which is that had been canon before. So no, those are synthetic, but like the real Sith still use the normal ones now. Yeah. Okay. So because the real Sith, they have to make them bleed or whatever. Yeah. So originally, the lore with the lightsaber crystals was Jedi crystals, with the exception of one, which I can talk about in a second. Were all found. Uh, in various places throughout the galaxy, but usually Ilum. And they were naturally occurring crystals that were, like, tied to the Force. Uh, except for Luke's in Episode 6. His was synthetic because he learned from a holocron yeah. how to make it. And he also... Was, he I also, think that still is canon. I think you still that's had, not canon. It's not? No, it's not canon anymore. Um, because he didn't know that, like, the Jedi could find them in caves, but I guess in the new, in the new canon, he just found a lightsaber crystal. Um... But for Sith, the way that they get their crystals to be red is they have to take a regular crystal and they have to pour all of their anger and hatred into it and make it bleed, like physically wound the force inside the crystal to chain to turn it red. And then, so that's how those. That's work. pretty cool, though. Then they re. So then, yeah, they had they had taken synthetic crystals out of the canon, and then they reintroduced them uh, with the Inquisitors. But the reason that they had taken them out was because they changed all, the Death Star lore as well. To make it so that it was powered by kyber crystals. If you can artificially make them, why did they take them out of... I guess it was cheaper. Cheaper to... It's cheaper to go well, it's and cheaper steal to, them from places. Well, to, to mine it than... Go like, in a lab and go, bloop, there we go, crystal. Well, is that how they made them? Just in a lab? Yeah. That's what it's like. But you'd have to, like, pay all the, You'd have to, like, put the lab... In the in. real world, we can synthesize diamonds, and it's way cheaper than mining them. Well, that's just because those people own all the diamonds. That's not because it's hard to mine diamonds. The same people who synthesize them are the people who mine them. They do both. I'm just saying it's cheaper to synthesize them. Maybe not in Star Wars land. Why wouldn't it be? Maybe it's hard to get the materials. To synthesize it? Yeah. 
Harder than finding the rarest occurring mineral. It's not hard. They're only in like two planets. You just go to the planet and strip mine it. You can't strip mine. That's what they did. No, they just went to Jeddah and was like, give us your kyber crystals. No, they like stole all of them and left. Yeah, they stole them. That's, they super, that's the cheapest option. They didn't strip. No, but that still requires labor. You have to pay the stormtroopers to go get them. You have to pay to fuel the ships to go get them. Sam, if, oh, the there's a general principle in economics called if I steal it, it less work. But you have to pay someone to go steal it. They're already paying them. They're the stormtroopers. They're like the janitors. They just work for them. I know, but the labor cost, there's something called opportunity cost. You uh -huh. could have those stormtroopers go, you know, crush a rebellion somewhere or go, you know, enforce, you know, martial law on some town. Or you could t waste their valuable time or your valuable time because, you have to, again, your time that you're paying for. Send them to some backwater planet on the outer rim in the middle of nowhere so they can steal a bunch of rocks that you could otherwise have just made in a lab. But then you have to get people who know how to make them in the lab. That's not And difficult. find a big enough lab. They made enough it's for It's easier all the if you just tell get. all of your grunts who already work for you and just do everything you say. Why don't you just look up if... To just pick up a bunch of crates and move them. Just look up if they're synthetic, because I don't even know if that's true. I'm just assuming It doesn't matter. Just Google this it. Is, no, this is the dumbest discussion we've ever had. I know, but it'll end <laughs> if you Google it. <laughs> uh, are there synthetic... No, look up are the Inquisitor's lightsabers. Lightsaber crystals... Boop, boop, boop. Uh, that's going to give you a bunch of conflicting answers because you're going to get legend stuff. Yeah, it's, it's giving me legend so stuff. So ask if the Inquisitor's lightsaber. Are the Inquisitors... Um, two kyber crystals. It does not say there's... That's according to uh, StarWarsFandom.com. All right. Well, I guess they're... Well, really well, it's Wikipedia. Well, I mean, that's as good a source as any. Wikipedia is telling me this is real. All right, well, we'll just assume that they're real then. I don't know where. That's fun happens. and cool. Anyway, Sam, you want to talk about a, a dumb thing that we both dislike? Sure. Transformers. It's back again, again. Transformers 1. Which, which, what is this? This is the new film from Paramount oh, Animation and Hasbro. Correct. It is not... Transformers the movie, which is technically the first Transformers film, or the movie Transformers, which was the first of the live action films. This is Transformers 1, which is a new animated film. So this is like Xbox One. This is a prequel, yes. So it's it's called it's called Transformers 1, no colon, okay, just Transformers 1. Um, it's going to release on July 19th, 2024, so a year. It's like a year later from the new live action one. Hopefully with the writer's strike going on, this will be like Revenge of the Oh, following. the script's already been written. Um, what? Oh, the film will man. take place on Cybertron, all right? It's going to be a prequel. It's going to focus on the... Is it like that Netflix show? It's going to focus on the friendship between Optimus Prime and Megatron before they were enemies, back so when they were cool friends. a little friends. bit before that Netflix show. Josh Cooley is directing, who did Toy Story 4. I don't care. Bro. Andrew Bearer and Gabriel Ferrari are writing. Sure, why not? They did Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hmm. One of two of the five credited screenwriters on that film. Hmm. Um, then they revealed the full voice cast. All right, you want to know who it is? Go. Chris Hemsworth as Optimus Prime. Okay. Brian Tyree Henry as Megatron. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson as Alita, which is the other female Transformer that is not RC. Hmm. Not to be confused with the robot girl Alita from a no, because nobody knows what that is, and people know what Transformers. But there's is. two robot girls now named. Keegan Michael Key is Bumblebee. That's a choice. John Hamm is Sentinel Prime. 
Okay. Lawrence Fishburne is Alpha Trion. These are all names that I recognize, but I don't remember what like most of them look like. <laughs> what do you think? You think Bumblebee will talk in this one, like real words? Yeah, if you have Keegan. Can we Michael please have him gonna... say real words? I don't understand. The, the buzzing thing is super annoying, and I don't know why they did it. They did it. The first time I think they did that was the Transformers, the first movie, Michael Bay made. Yeah, that was the first Michael. He did that. And yeah, he, that was his choice. He did choice. that because he was like, it would be funny if he talks like a bee. But he doesn't even talk like a bee. No, he, remember he talks using like radio. Yeah, clips. I know. The idea was that like he's buzzing or he, it sounds like a buzz because he's switching radio channels then, or whatever it, that it was, was dumb it was reinforced in transformers they did prime. it in transformers prime although, as well at least in that one they explain why they do they explain it like a throwaway line in because the movie. he had got because they show in transformers prime in one of their like flashback like he got like shot by like megatron no no they it was it was actually part of the show doesn't he get like stabbed in the neck or whatever During, like the first season of the yeah, show it yeah it does yeah it gets, actually like, happens and then, and then it gets restored at the very end and and he for the so for the rest of the movie he can only buzz because he got wounded like in battle like but so they, um, it's like okay i that at least makes sense and then they did the bumblebee movie which is now the reboot retroactively is now a reboot of the whole timeline where he doesn't talk for just where, no reason no he does talk at the beginning and then they show it happening it's like stabbed in the neck so it's the same they just it's the same thing well that's what else is it gonna be just have him talk. It's got like a birth defect, and that's why. Just have him talk. They should just have him talk. Well, in the Bumblebee movie, I was like, okay, it needs to be like a E.T. type thing, and if E.T. just like explains exactly what's going on, then there's less like mystery and ooh. There's no mystery to the Transformers, though. But then like when the humans discover, well, like when the girl discovers Bumblebee, if Bumblebee's just like, hold up, I'm <laughs> a big robot from planet. Yeah. Then it's, but in this, it's going to be like, oh, it's a big monster. Okay, they're, they're shooting themselves in the foot so hard, though, because you can make explaining to the audience what's happening so much easier if the alien can talk. Because then Timmy doesn't go, well, why no, does, what's it? Optimus Prime is there to explain what's going on. Bumblebee is there to, um, Make noise and sell to, cars. To be the other one that people to know sell the name toys, of. Because he has the biggest name. People only know who like three of them are. That's why. <laughs> they know Optimus Prime. They know Bumblebee. Just see, they, they read it. They were deep, the, what's his face? The remember the one who had like lights. In, oh, in talk? um, Wheeljack. Wheeljack. They redesigned. They had him in. By the way, if you haven't seen the Bumblebee movie from 2018, like no one has. I haven't seen it because so. it came out in like a really crowded marketplace and they didn't market it at all. Um. But it's it's pretty good. It's the best of the live action Transformers movies, mostly because it's very easy. Mostly because it has a director not named Michael Bay. But um, <laughs> in that one, it starts with like a five minute long scene on Cybertron, and it's all of the Transformers, and it's an action scene where they transform. You can tell what is happening, and they all look like they're supposed to from with like their original designs, mm -hmm. and it just makes you wonder why they ever did anything else. All, all the other five movies they did. Because it, it, it's just way better than any of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But in that, they have Wheeljack, and he's looking like his original design. And then in Rise of the Beasts, which is the new live-action one, he's in it again, but they changed it, and now he has, like, a weird humanoid face and, like, yeah, he's like big a human metal glasses. For some reason. It's terrible. I don't know why they did that. Why do they feel like they need to redesign them every just, time? They look fine. Stop it. Just keep the same, like, core robot. Just stop making them look like humans. Just change. Just if you need that. to sell different versions of the action figure, just change the paint. Yeah, make them a different Why do you color. have to completely redesign, like, their face every time? 
And if you make it a super complicated face, when you make the toy, their face won't look it right. It looks like a smudge. There's the a whole, reason. The whole Optimus purpose because it was simple. The reason Optimus Prime's face looks like this is so you can easily make it a toy. Because it's simple. It's plain. It's easy to manufacture. He has a gray slab. It's easy to identify. You know who I can't identify? It's a Wheeljack in the new Transformers movie. I couldn't even... If he... Okay. Let's Transformers Rise of the Beast. I bet you I could just show this to a Transformers fan and they wouldn't even know who this is supposed to be. What, what is this? Yeah, that looks like no one. It looks like nothing. It and just looks like a robot with they glasses. Have, they have Transformers with like more humanoid faces that you can tell apart Which from the Which is other weird because this is what RC looks like and RC looks, looks fine. She looks fine. Bumblebee looks fine. Bumblebee looks weird, but he's got he's got a non-human face. So like that's... I'm Everyone, okay he's like the only one. You should make it so you can tell them apart. If you make him just look like a guy that you don't know who that is. Apparently anymore. they modern... They modeled uh, Optimus Prime's face off of Peter Cullen in this movie. That's that's cool, but why though? Because he voices him. I I suppose for animation reasons, that's like <laughs> the easiest thing to do. But, but why? Are you excited for more Transformers? No, I don't. Does think that, I, is anybody? <laughs> I don't think I've seen a Transformers movie since the first one. Nobody I think that's the has only one I've seen. No, I think you've definitely seen at least like. The, I've never seen any of them in theaters. They all kind of just merge together in your brain, so I've it's hard seen, to know if you've seen the ones I've you have or not. I've seen the first one because Papa showed it to us when we were little. That one's okay. That's the only one I've seen. I haven't because I, I haven't seen any of them in theaters. I think I've seen I've seen the first one. I've seen Bumblebee. I'm ninety percent sure I've seen the Last Night, which is the medieval one i saw parts of that one like on tv i think i've seen all of age of extinction although i don't remember it at all um i have not seen dark of the moon or revenge of the fallen revenge of the fallen is the one that was made during the writer's strike hell it was made during (laughs) well it was also written by alex kurtzman so regardless of whether or not he's actually (laughs) he's about as useful protesting for more money as he is actually working yeah (laughs) um so speaking of the writer's strike though let's get into that okay writers guild of america strike 2023 for the first time in 15 years around 11,500 film and television writers have put down their pens and laptops to form picket lines outside of the major studios uh the strike began on tuesday may 2nd after the wga writers guild of america failed to reach an agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, who is the people who represent the major studios. Yeah. Um, the strike is due to a variety of reasons, mostly driven by uh, streaming. Um, so, again, the last one happened 15 years ago. That was in 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. That was... The network television was still a thing then. Now we're all transitioning to streaming. streaming. They have not renegotiated re- any contracts revolving streaming with the writers guild so this will this is the first time which is why they're striking so they're seeking higher pay to go along with inflation uh to allow more writers per show uh shorter exclusive contracts no because um a lot of the networks were getting rid of writers room yeah we're like as part of the they're seeking to instill they're seeking to eliminate uh short exclusive contracts the elimination of mini rooms which is when the studio forms like six people to map up the entire show Mm -hmm. so that they don't have to employ a full writer's room 
Um, and the establishment of a better residual system, which basically doesn't exist at all with streaming shows. Essentially, what they're trying to do is get the same deals that they have with network television on, in the Basically, space. what happens is... Because all this stuff is required in 2008, for a network show. In 2008, the full season of television was 24 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. So their pay was based off the 24-episode count. Now, streaming shows are all like eight episodes. Eight to 12, yeah. And they're... So they're taking... The chunk of money that the writers would have made for the first eight episodes of a network television season out of 24 and just paying them that for a full season of eight episodes for streaming. Yeah. Now, okay, to be fair, (laughs) the episodes for streaming are two to three times longer than an episode for television. But they're not going by episode length. They're going by number of episodes. Yeah. So um, in recent years, half of series writers now earn scale, uh, which is the minimum, basically writer's minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Um that number was 33% in 2013. So the amount of writers being paid the minimum has gone up. Um, meaning screenwriter pay hasn't risen since 2018 at all. Um, the adjusted for if, but if you adjust it for inflation since 2018, which was it's five years down. ago, it's actually gone down 14%. So they're getting paid less than they were five years ago. Yeah. Um, a big component in the discussion is also the regulation of AI, um, which the WGA basically just wants to not be involved in screenwriting at all. Um, but during the negotiations, uh, AMPTP, who is the Hollywood, uh, basically was like, we're not going to put anything involving AI in this agreement. No. Okay. Because Here's Hollywood's dream would be... Regardless of how this goes, whether or not this, this deal goes through, whatever, AI will eventually replace them. You cannot stop that. That will happen. That is not uh, we can prevent it. That is a... That is an absolute certainty. And you're for it, right? I'm not for it. I'm just telling you, regardless of whether or not you're for it, that is going to happen. Well, the WGA is trying to stop that from happening so that they can sue the studios if they do that. They can push it back. They can delay it. It will happen. Because Hollywood's dream would be to never have to hire writers again. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, it's not just that. Again... It's economics. If it is more efficient and less expensive, the technology will eventually... I don't think you need to explain why the computer writing the script is, is, is more financially viable. No, I'm that. saying you, can't pre- you can never prevent technology from progressing, ever. That's never, ever been successful in human history. So I'm, it, whether or not... You want AI to write the scripts or whatever. Whether or not, and this is something I saw a lot on Twitter, is like the, the, the AI could never replace the, the touch of a human, the, the real human element. Absolutely it will. The AI is worse today than it ever will be for the rest of human history. We are at the worst point in AI right now. It will only get better. Do you think it'll make good movies? Not right now, but it will. Like, eventually, you'll think it'll make good movies. If in the future, absolutely You think it the will. computer will write the good movies now? Yeah. Why? What is the AI? It's a combat... It is an amalgamation of a bunch of learned information regurgitated back at you. Right. What does a writer do before they start writing for a show? Come up with ideas. I'm not talking about coming up with ideas. I'm talking about... You know what can't have any sort of... What is the process for becoming a writer? You sit at a computer and write. 
No, that's the process of writing. What do you have to do before you become a writer? Nothing. You have to go to school and mm. learn to write. You are well, yeah, like elementary school. How long does that take? Until you graduate from high school? What is this? What are you trying to say? Here? How long does it take? How long did it take the AI to learn how to write? No time, because it's a computer. Exactly. You think they're hiring babies 18 years in advance? No, stupid. I'm saying <laughs> the AI is way more efficient at learning how to write good <coughs> than a human is. If a human writes bad scripts, yes. it will take them significantly longer to learn how to write good scripts than the AI will. Because they, the AI has access to all the best scripts ever written. So if you give the AI all the best scripts ever written, it'll eventually learn how to write good scripts. It's, think of it as the TikTok algorithm, all right? The first time you download TikTok, what does it give you? Random nonsense. Random nonsense and garbage. Give it a week. Oh, now there's some stuff. Now there's some Star Wars in there. I like. Star I get Wars. how AI now works, Sam. But you see what I'm saying? It's only a matter of time. Yeah, right now, anything you ask it to write, if you ask it to write a full-length movie, it's gonna suck. It's gonna look stupid. But right now is the worst it will ever be. It will only get better, and this technology will eventually. But be AI also can't it. have any sort of inspiration at all. It can't make anything up. It only knows how to do what's been done Humans before. Humans have been writing the same seven stories for all of the time we've been telling Same stories. seven stories, but none of the characters, none of the environments, none of the worlds, none of the actual lived experience will be there. It'll can, just be can, regurgitating I don't ideas realize, from 20 years ago. I don't think you realize how powerful it already is. If you ask it to come up with characters and stories right now, it can do that. They won't be very complex. And it'll be based it on ideas from other stuff. That's what everything is. Star Wars is just City of a Thousand Planets mixed with Dune, mixed with Seven Samurai. Everything is just mixes of ideas. We're just, the AI just does it way faster than we do. That's what I'm saying. This, regardless of whether or not we want it to take over, regardless of whether or not we think it's possible now, it will. That is a guarantee. That is a certainty. I don't want it to. I don't want it either. Why would, not? Why would you not want it then? Because I think that those humans deserve to get compensated for their creativity and their labor. But and what I, if they're not doing anything? What if the AI is writing all the scripts? That's what will happen. That's not happening right now, though. But what if they do? Then what? those humans will go find so, other jobs. So, you, so in 20 years, when the AI is really good at writing, you'll be okay with it writing all the scripts? I won't like that it's doing it. but Why I, would you not like that? Because I like the idea of a human-made story. So? The AI can do the human-made story the same as the human can. I know that. So why do you like that idea over the computer writing all your scripts for you? Because I would like to think that the money I'm giving to a project is going to the humans who made it, not to some executive who Google. But what are we going to do AI. when the AIs make every aspect of a movie? That will, that will eventually happen, but I'm saying... When the AI is able to generate an entire super realistic movie by just programming in prompts, mm -hmm. then what will we do? And that will be how Hollywood works. I think people will just not, not see those movies. I think they will. I would not see a fully AI-generated movie. Eventually, you won't have a choice. Yeah. That's what I'm, tell that's what I'm telling you. There's always going to be some weirdo filming stuff in his some, backyard. There will always be people making their own movies. But I'm saying, like, the big movies that get in theaters, the big-budget movies, those will be the first that to go. That would topple a multi-billion dollar industry. It wouldn't topple it. It would make it infinitely more profitable. Except for millions of people would lose their jobs. Yeah, millions of people would lose their jobs. Sucks for them. I'm the CEO of Disney. I don't give a crap. I just got a $15 billion raise, baby. 
That my, would be so Q4 terrible for society. My Q4 projections look freaking awesome. Bro, we're going to save so much money. We're going to get so much capital. Y'all, we're going to be rolling in it. Oh, oh, Jerry doesn't have a job. Jerry can't feed his kid. But if all those... Jerry's kid who has cancer can't afford their medical payments anymore. Whatever, bro. I replaced him with that AI bot. We're cranking out Marvel movies like you ain't never seen at a rate you ain't even able to comprehend anymore. You think they're going to not do that? So no matter what deal they strike, the end is near. Well... It's not they near. Can delay it's it. not that near. They can, It is closer now than it's ever. We've never been at a they point They can't in time. do it now. They can't do it now. The union deal is probably going to last another 15 years. And as long as they're employing any writers, they have to then re-sign the WGA 15 years from now. You know why they sign deals with the laborers? Like in, like so yeah. that all the writers are just gone immediately. No, so it's in the benefit of the capital owners to have the laborers working for them. Because without the laborers, there is no production. Mm -hmm. Without production, you make no money. If you can just replace the laborers completely and just hire one guy to just input prompts into a computer that makes the movies... You're going to do that. It, wouldn't if that there's no point in Wouldn't if that technology anymore. advanced that much? What would be even the point of an industry to make it though? Because couldn't anybody just do that? Because people still like to go to the movies and see big stories. But like, why would you pay for someone else's when you could just have the computer make one for you at home? Because of IP, because of branding. But you just do the IP on your computer. You just type it in. No, but you don't own Spider-Man. But if you don't distribute it, you can just put it in there and just watch it. That will probably happen, but not for like significant. Well, now we're just doing ready have to player get into one. Hard, you, like hardware is not going to be in that good anytime soon. But what I'm saying is, we're at a point right now where we can see this coming on the horizon. That's never been the case before. This has never even been a, a notion. We've never thought it has Google been a script. notion. It's been a notion, but only, we made Terminator Two like 30 years ago. That's that's only in like that's that's fiction. It's never not been fiction until now. Yeah, that's how science works. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we've, we've never had the technology to do that. Like, hypothetically, right now. Well, we, we had, like, Siri. Yeah, but if Siri's, like, super dumb. Siri is, like, like has half of seven brain cells. She has 3.5 brain cells. What I'm saying, like, you could go to ChatGPT right now and ask it to make you a script about a cat who falls in love with a dog, and it'll do it. It won't be very good but it will do it. That's never been possible before. That's what I'm saying. The, the end is coming. We can push it back. We can delay it. We can, we can you know, save our jobs for a few more years. But the, the end is coming. I'm trying to open ChatGPT, but it's taking too long. Sometimes if there's a lot of people using it, it doesn't. It is after school hours, so there's probably about 800 million high schoolers um, currently trying to get them to write their final essays for the year. Write me a script about a cat who falls in love with a dog. Boop. Title, Pause for Love. Exterior, Suburban Street, Day. A cute, fluffy cat, fluffy white cat named Luna. You never name a white cat Luna because you name it. No, her. but it immediately came up with a character. Boop, 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 boop. Who is Sarah? That's a boring name. 
You see what I'm saying, though? It's just going. It's writing. Just going. Now, if you went to, if you went to some studio in Hollywood, let's say you walk, let's say you you walk onto Warner Brothers Studio. The dog's name is Max, which is the most generic dog name of all time. That, but it came up with a character. I, I'm st- but like, if you went into a, if you walked up to a writer in Hollywood, and this you is had, getting weird. Well, yeah, it's a cat falling in love with a dog. That's a weird concept. But <laughs> they're nuzzling each other. I don't, I don't like where this is going. But if you would walk up to a writer There's right no now... There's no plot. They just immediately fall in love upon looking at each other. Yeah, it can only be like 500 words long, but that's because you haven't paid for it. But my point is, if you walked up to a writer, like any, any writer right now, and you asked them to write you a script about a movie where a cat falls in love with a dog, how long do you think that would take them? Even if they write the same... Like same a good script, script about it? Like, like that. How long did you think it would take them to write that? Uh, like 20 minutes. How long did it take that to write that? Like, um, like 40 seconds. That's what I'm saying. So, that might not be very good, but that is the worst version of that script you're ever going to get. It will only get better, and it will only get faster. By the way, we're not, I'm, I wasn't done with the rest of the stuff. Um, I know, I'm just, I, I wanted to talk about that point specifically, because I, I, I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about that, about like, AI can never replace XYZ about a human story. Absolutely it can. Absolutely it can, and absolutely it will. Well, I don't know, because it can understand that, like, the, it can understand a method, but it can't understand why that method is used. Yeah, it can. How? Tell it why. The, the exact same way humans learn is how that AI learns. Anything you can teach to a human, Do you can you teach think to that, and you can we'll have the fully AI-generated movies by the time Skynet wipes us all out. It would depend on who makes Skynet and why. But <laughs> my point is... Well, regardless of who made Skynet, we're going to die from Skynet. It depends on what the AI's for. Do you think we could feed the AI Terminator 2 and be like, hey, if you take over, this isn't going to happen? Tell it to write Terminator 3. Tell it to write a sequel to Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Okay. Uh, write? Or say a plot summary, not a, not a script. Write a sequel to... Write... A plot summary for a sequel to Terminator 2. A hypothetical, because otherwise it'll tell you what the actual one is. Oh, yep, it's just telling me the plot summary of Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Now say, what would it look like if you wrote it? How would you write it? Uh, Or like, pretend you're a writer, how would you have changed it? For a sequel, for an original sequel that you wrote... You write. Go. Davidson. Stop generating. Go. Terminator Resurgence. Oh, it's it's bringing Edward Furlong back as John Connor. And Arnie is back as T-800. So do you think that that would have been better? There's a new threat called the Syndicate. The enemies are the humans? Uh... Sam, <laughs> I think the AI is already planning to take over. Okay, but my, what movie would you rather see? That movie or Terminator Genesis? I don't know. I didn't read the whole summary. If I, if I gave you this, that movie summary and I gave you the summary for Terminator Genesis, which one would you rather see? I don't know. Based on what I don't, What happens in Terminator Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> Terminator Genesis. Remember when they spelled Genesis wrong? Mm-hmm. 
Just look up a plot summary for Terminators. Uh, altered timeline. Uh, I mean, they're about the same quality-wise. But do you see how, like, that's that notion alone is scary? Not really. I mean, making Terminator Genesis is not hard. It's really bad. But the idea of a computer making that by itself was not... Most people could not have even thought of that, like, last year. I could have thought of that, like, in five minutes. No, but you wouldn't have believed it if someone walked up to you and told you it was possible. To make... If Terminator. I walked up to you and I said, hey, I haven't... For the I've AI seen... to do that? Yeah. Or for... Yeah, I would have believed it was possible because I've seen this thing before. But you've seen it now. I'm saying last year before you saw if it. If someone last year said, hey, there's an AI that can write plot summaries for Terminator 2, I'd be like, all right. That you have ranch better, in your though. beard right now. No. Yeah, <laughs> you eat McDonald's ranch? No, it's Chick-fil-A ranch. You have Chick-fil-A ranch and McDonald's fries. Yeah, we're out of ketchup. There's some right. had Chick-fil-A ranch in there. Okay, that's absurd. All right, let's keep going. Um, so the we don't know how long the strike is going to last. The last one was uh, in 2007 through 2008. That lasted for 100 days. Um, the WGA has already received support from the Directors Guild and the um, intern in from the stage production hands guild. And how much did it cost? Of all the theatrical like two stage point, employees. $2.1 billion, um, I think. Oh, when the first last dollars. one happened? Yeah, it was something like $2 billion. With yeah, I think it was $2.1 Of damages. Um, so, which is interesting. So the DGA and the SAG, which is the Directors Guild and the Screen Actors Guild, their contracts both run out at the end of June as well. So it's interesting to see what kind of side they take on this because that could then influence their contract negotiations. Um, it would take... Uh, monkeys on an- in angel wings flying out of the sky for the Screen Actors Guild to ever go on strike, but um, or the Directors Guild really for that matter. Well, they make they they don't they make because so if the Screen Actors Guild goes on strike, then there are literally no actors. Yeah, everyone is a member of the Screen Actors Guild. There's a good chance you're a member of the Screen Actors Guild and you don't. I even am know. actually a card carrying member. Yeah, of the screen you, all you have to do is like a, have one line and one thing. Technically, so then we qualify because of the movie we made. Well, that's not a. SAG certified production. But we could have gotten it SAG certified. Maybe, um, if we distributed it. Um, countless productions will be affected by the strike, um, but the most noticeable in the short term will be all the late night shows. Um, they're already off the air. All their writing is done on us, essentially a daily basis. So if there's no writers... Yeah, they're gone already. Tomorrow, they're not doing a show tomorrow. So they're all on reruns. SNL has been shut down um, for the short term. This week, they were supposed to have Pete Davidson host. That is not happening. They're going to be reruns. Um, there's a good chance that that season will reach its scheduled end before they are able to make another episode. So the season of SNL is probably over. <laughs> oh, no. So that's interesting. What a tragic loss um, we'll see how long this goes on. I, they're asking for very reasonable things, but, uh, Hollywood is in a really they are uncharted territory they right are now. Only asking for like consistency. From streaming platforms to, to network. network television. That's all they, they want the same protections they have on network television. But Sam, on Sam, how are we supposed to produce 58,000 streaming shows a year if we have to pay writers to write them? Why can't, we, we, just, make less why can't we just pay a homeless man in McDonald's french fries to write our TV show? I mean, you could still <laughs> do that technically, I guess. Here's a typewriter. Jerry, go at it. Write me a spy thriller for Netflix. 
that will convince people is politically driven, and so they'll watch it out of put loyalty. That in, put that, put that. What you just said. No, I'm not going to. All right, I want to talk some trailers. Oh, by the way, um, good for them. They yeah. should strike. This is like basic stuff. They should have. They're just asking. They to should get, have not been. Different. They're asking to get paid what they got before, so you can obviously afford it. It's not hard. Because you were affording Yeah. It, like, very recently. And just pay them residuals for the TV shows that people are watching a million times over on your platform. I will say... The guys who wrote all those Office episodes should probably get paid for the fact that everyone keeps watching those same Office episodes over and over again. I will say, though, streaming platforms are way more expensive to maintain than a network broadcast is. And, like, Disney Plus has done nothing but bleed money. Paramount yeah, Plus, they're all bleeding money. HBO Max, actually Hulu probably makes Streaming money. was literally the Hulu makes I think, a crap ton of I money. I think Hulu money. and Amazon Prime were the only Amazon Prime is money. not profitable. Um, although we don't really know that because Prime is profitable. I yeah, guess. that's what I say. I think those two are the only ones that like actually They make get to money. be profitable because they're really charging you like a hundred dollars a month. And yeah. the only thing they're paying for is the shipping costs. Exactly. Um but so like, Hulu is absurdly possible. Hulu makes so much money on ads, dude. It's ridiculous how much Big money they make. Loads. Um, but everyone else is bleeding money. No, we talked about it before how streaming was like literally the dumbest thing Hollywood could have ever done to themselves. I think that this they made themselves irrelevant, which was the dumbest thing they could have done. I think long term this either kills streaming services. What does? Or substantially relegates their reach i think you'll see uh i think generally right now you're gonna see a content the content shuffle will slow down there will be less stuff coming out even though that these platforms are you know like absurdly unprofitable yeah corporate profits from major studios have gone up except for warner brothers Except for Warner Brothers, Who is, that's a bit uh, of a different situation. Basically, got the equivalent of uh, financial cancer at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, um, they've gone up by like a tremendous amount. I believe um, five years ago, the the net profit of like uh, like Hollywood productions, like the actual profit, was like two billion dollars or something like that. It was not very high. Uh, and like this year, it was I think like twenty one billion. Some it was substantially uh, five point nine billion in twenty twenty two. That's in comparison to the two billion profit in twenty twenty and the eleven point three billion profit in twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's so about it's, half of what it was pre COVID. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a lot. There's a lot of money going on. Let's see. Uh, frequency of blah 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 blah. blah. Okay. That's, it. that's an increase of three. I'm trying to find. Year, uh, I can find box office revenue. You can't really judge like Hollywood's net profits because that's like yeah, it's hard to measure that. But Holly, yes, box office profits, box office revenue has gone up. Uh, not just for, if you just for inflation, yeah. it's about the same. It's actually gone down if you just for inflation. Um, and then there's a, of course like the mega drop in 2020. But um, yeah, they should get paid to do the. There is no Hollywood without the writers. So, like, you've got to pay them to write the stuff. Actors are idiots. You can okay. replace any actor with Actors any don't know crap. They just do... Their job is to be really good at being told what to do. <laughs> writers... They, they don't even have to, like, 
necessary. Okay. Hot take. Blame and hot take. And I could be totally wrong. You're not. But you, you really don't need to know how to act if you have a good enough director. Yeah. Because the director's job is to tell you what to do and tell you how to act. So if, if you're a phenomenal actor, but you are bad at understanding directions, you'll be a worse <laughs> actor than some random guy who's really good at understanding directions. The writer who is a not necessarily the writer a good tells actor. you what to do, and the director's going to tell you how to do it. And All the actor's is job is to just do what they tell them. Yeah, that's why. Know, no offense, all actors. I I mean offense. I am generalizing. You're all idiots. heavily, but <laughs> generally speaking, I think that is mostly true. <laughs> um, but yeah, they should be they should be paid, and I I don't think I don't think so, this will go on for extremely long. I think it'll probably go on long as long as the last one did. Um, this going all the way like through the summer movie season. Like into like the fall and Christmas. This that will, would be absurd. This will definitely be. I think this will last about the summer. Um, I think you'll see a lot of the network shows get delayed. Um, like your nine one ones, your Abbott Elementaries. Those yeah, will either the, get those two have already. Uh, those will either get like shortened episode counts, and then the streaming shows. Streaming shows already don't release on a consistent basis. So come out when they if they're not ready, they'll just push it back. They don't really care. Stranger Things has taken three year breaks in between seasons, so it doesn't really matter how long they take to write the show. All right, Sam, you want to get into the seven different trailers that came out from CinemaCon trailers? So the first one that came out was Dune. It's Dune, Dumbus Dumbus. Think Zendaya is going to have more than five minutes of screen time. They said she does, and she's all over the poster and in the trailer. Well, she was all over the posters and trailers last time. That's true, but look, this is actually her. All right, so we we're back on our rack. If you're noticing the aspect ratio is different from the last one, that's because he shot this entire movie. Every shot is an IMAX. Then why is it not in 4x3? That is, uh, that's the IMAX aspect ratio. IMAX, I thought, was 4x3. No, that's Zack Snyder's version of IMAX. No, but I thought that it was that because of IMAX. Well, it is. It's like, so the... Oh, and Florence Pugh's... Yeah, she's in it. Pause it. So, like, the actual, like, the in-camera capture of the IMAX frame is that 4x3. It's like a square. Yeah. And then they adjust it for, like, actual IMAX theaters. Because you would never blast a movie. So the cameras are 4x3. You would never blast a square movie on an IMAX screen. Well, 4x3 is not a square. And they purposely shoot it all so that there's the extra... The action is within that area. Yeah. If you go, if you go and you... Because Zack Snyder did shoot... He Justice shot an League and IMAX, sure. yeah. But the footage that they use in the Joss Whedon cut is some of the same like in camera footage. Well, and also not all of the. So you can see you can see where they adjusted the aspect ratio, yeah. and it's just like the head. It's all the space that's like above the head Remember that they in the purposely Joss shoot Whedon cut when, when cut there's it. just a shot, a full on shot of one woman's butt. Remember the part where Zach, where and, Ezra, then, and then also Batman's Ezra, butt and Aquaman's. Remember butt? Remember when Ezra Miller falls on uh, one woman's boobs? Said. And, then, and then they tried to get her to reshoot it, and she said she would walk She off. said she wouldn't do the movie. She so said she would actually... They just it. got a random body double. Cool, cool, Joss. Ezra Miller was game, though. Well, <laughs> Ezra Miller's game for a lot of things. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's keep going. <laughs> we um, time for all that. So, it's the game of, can you remember what happened in Dune? Uh, so, it looks like this one is going to revolve around our good friend Paul. Okay, to be honest, though, not a lot happened in the last Dune movie. A good, a good, decent chunk happened. Was it, his name's Paul, right? The main guy, Paul Atreides. Yeah, so he goes to Arrakis. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, some guy blows it up. Uh, so and then he wanders around in a desert. Well, they do have to take a lot of time explaining what's happening because Dune isn't unnecessarily complicated to the general audience. But you, you understand, like, there's plot-wise, not a lot happens. I mean, there's a decent amount. They go. It's there, a lot of setup. Yeah. Snake guy blows them up. They what go to the snake desert. guy. Oh, um, gooey guy. Gooey man. Yeah. They go to the desert. What's his name? He meets Zendaya. Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, big fat guy. Anyway, Florence Pugh's in this one. Uh, Josh Brolin's back. He was in the last one. I thought, didn't he die? Uh, He runs into the battle and then we don't see him again. So so he he presumably survived. Uh, That is, um, that's Austin Butler. Ooh, it's goo time, baby. Uh, That's going to be the catchphrase for the movie. By the way, uh, can you go back, like, rewind? I want to go back to the Austin Butler shot. Austin Butler and Florence Pugh were the big additions for this one. That's Josh Brolin. Here we go. Okay. Yeah, I could not tell. That That's Elvis. He does not look. He shaved his head. Him. They painted him white. Apparently, he's playing a gladiator. His skin looks like rubber. He's um. He's the. He looks like silly. He's guy. the son of uh, Dave Bautista's character. He's the son of wait. Who or is, is he the son of the Goop Man? Gooey Snake Man. Wait, didn't didn't the Gooey Snake Man die? He is. Oh, you know, he's the. Um, no, he's uh, he's. Dave Batista's brother. I think the gooey snake. No, he died. um. Someone. Died. No, uh, Oscar Isaac tries to assassinate him and he and survives. He went, oh, he escapes. He like almost gets poisoned and then he like goes back into his goop pit and he heals. Yeah, because Oscar Isaac has a poison tooth. He tries attack. to yeah. Which Oscar Isaac like is not in this one because he's dead. Poison tooth attack sounds like something like a D and D person would like yeah. make up to. Screw Do you think over he's gonna? Body. You know how he's been like trapped doing the Elvis voice, like he can't escape it in real life. No. Well, do you think he's going to do the Elvis voice for this one? I doubt it. I think it'd be funny. Maybe that's just how he talks. I think it is now. I think he like started and now he can't get out of it. Where is he? Where is he from? Uh, I think he's from like California. (laughs) Yeah, he's from Anaheim. Maybe that's just how he talks. I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's keep going. There's more of a ruckus. They got the tanks. It looks like a lot of this movie. Leah C. is in this movie now. Um, Did you see that orb? Ooh, I think that might have just been water. Um... It looks like a lot of this movie is going to be Paul training with the sand people. Well, yeah, that's what they led up to. And then in part three will be the big war. Because Dune is like about the big war that he does and he becomes the evil one. Yeah, he yeah. Um, attack on Titan. Would be. Yeah. He's going to ride the big, the big worm, though. Yeah, because he turns into a... I'm hyped for more big worm, though. He turns into future space god. Or whatever. Yeah, the poster's cool, too. They released a new poster. It's got him holding a knife up in the air. Look at all this. Sand. I like all the takes on Twitter where they're like, "We shouldn't be supporting this character. He's an evil colonist." It's like, yeah, that's the whole that's point. The point of the book <laughs> idea. Maybe if you would watch the movie maybe before you, had, you maybe freak if you out, finished reading the book, you would have realized that. <laughs> or just like read the plot summary on Cliff Notes. Uh, clearly, you didn't. I'm maybe. Yeah, I think this movie's gonna be big. I think. Um, I think I think HBO. Needs I think it. he'll I think actually Warner get needs it to be big. Ooh, look at all that! That's cool. Is that in black and white? Thick. Oh, that's one of his love interests. His other one is Florence. Mom, don't like that. That's Timothy Dalton. I know. Oh, you mean in real life? Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, look at all that. It Ooh, looks look, so Jesus good. Jesus now. Got a point. If even if it's everyone is like this is going to be the best movie ever made. No, even if it's not. 
it'll be really pretty to it'll look at. It'll be really good. It'll be. Cool. I think it'll be really good. I think the first one was really good. There's a good chance I would say this that this wins an Oscar or something. And uh, yeah, no, or it, that it it, gets, it'll definitely win something. Because Lord of the Rings was famously nominated for Best Picture for all three, but they gave it to Return of the King because that was like the last the big, one, the big one. Yeah. So, was, so if depending on how many of these they make, because this is like a prestige sci-fi thing. I think one of these could win Best Picture depending on is how many the they could do. Only good because there's like there's like fifteen Dune books. Is this the only good sci-fi that's come out in like the last twenty years? Like, huh? What other good sci-fi stuff has come out? Like in movies? Yeah. Well, they don't make a lot of straight-up sci-fi movies anymore. I know. That's what I'm saying. What do we What do we even have to compare this to? Like Valeria and the City yeah, of Thousand Planets. Yeah, Valerian. You got a. Um, uh, Last, John Carter. John Carter. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That was before. That. I know. I'm saying, but that was like in the last 20 years. That was like 2009. Yeah. Um. Star Trek Into Darkness. <laughs> I, okay, I would st- I would argue, Dune One is better than all the Star Trek movies in the last 10 years. Yeah, years. I'll give that to you. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I think that Dune is the best. The best of the Kelvin movies is is just like a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, I, I want I, them to make another Star Trek. I didn't even Trek, bother but comparing just to Star get their Wars because as much as I love Star Wars. No, the Dune was better than good. most of the Star Wars. <laughs> um, okay, maybe. Well, Andor is not a movie. This is a pretty great cast. Right? We got Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, who's going to make this a big movie. Anything she's every teenager right in the world knows who Zendaya is, and they will all just do whatever she tells them. Um, Rebecca Ferguson, she's back. That's Paul's mom. Josh Brolin is back. Austin Butler, Florence Pugh. Apparently, I heard I saw a thing that Florence Pugh is is the one who's in this for like barely any time at all. Yeah, well, I heard jokes on Twitter that they were like they're gonna do the same thing to her that they did with Zendaya. Yeah, uh, Dave Batista's back. He's the villain. Christopher Walken is in this. I think he plays. Lawrence Pugh's dad. Oh no! Yeah, um, Stephen Henderson is in this. Leah Sidu, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Charlotte Rampling, Javier Bardem. A lot of big names. Javier Bardem plays the guy who leads the Sand People tribe from the first movie, and they're also still doing that spinoff show. Maybe they keep saying they're going to do the spinoff show, but I think that that's too expensive for them right now. How much do you think? You think this will do better than the last one? Last yeah. one did about four hundred, no, and that by, was in twenty twenty one. This one gets to do better because COVID. I think it will, yeah, because it's not on HBO Max day and date. It's not. It's not day and date. So all of the COVID's old not going on. So all of the people who are in their fifties who actually read the book but refuse to go to the movie theater to see it because it would require them getting up off their couch, they're gonna actually, actually have to go watch. I this think one. this movie is in a really unique position to make a ton of money. Thank God, Danae Villeneuve is gonna make a movie that actually makes a profit. A bunch of people saw Dune one. Who would not have otherwise seen no, it? No, they didn't because because it had Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. Because it had those two, <laughs> and it was on HBO Max. Because it was on HBO for Max. free. Yeah, if you have HBO Max, this one isn't going to be on HBO Max day and date. So you're going to have to go see it. So there's going to be a bunch of people who are invested in this story now who would not have otherwise been invested if it wasn't released day and date. Yeah, and so I think I think that this could. I'm also I think surprised this could be a big boy. How fast the turnaround was because the. Last one came out two years ago, and that was, and they didn't start production on this one until. When does this one come after out? that? This comes out in November. Okay, huh. I was gonna say I didn't put this on my. Hopefully, it's not gonna. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. Totally You're okay. You're good. And all then right. they'll probably uh, make. What's the other trailer? All right, and then we got 
The Flash, there was another Flash trailer. I don't think you really have to show that one. There wasn't a whole lot of new stuff in I'll it. I'll just pull it up if we... Which one? It's the this eight, one? eight days ago. Go up. Go up. That one. Eight days ago, right? Yeah. We haven't done an episode in two weeks. It's... Yeah, it's really... It's a lot of the same footage. It's like yeah. if, uh, the shots are a little bit extended and maybe in some parts, but also, it's not anything new. Also in... No, I think he just shot it in that. Um, look, it's the Batcave, bat cave. and it's dusty. Look, it's the Batwing. Why is it slowly lower? Like, I don't know. Seems not like an efficient way to do. Why does he just leave it on the? Platform? Why is it so dusty too? Has he just not been using it? Like, clearly, oh, wait, he's wait, wait, pause. Batman. Who is that? Batman. Who has long gray hair like that though? Michael Keaton's basically bald. It ain't Michael Keaton. Maybe. Um. You think Catwoman's in this? What if Michelle Pfeiffer's in this? Maybe. That could be cool. I guess I would explain why she's in the Batcave. You think it could maybe Batgirl, maybe? But old? Like a different Batgirl than the Batgirl movie they were making? No, I think any, any character of note in this movie is going to be played by an actor who's already played them. This is going to be cameo central. Yeah, I really don't know. I think it is. That's Cat- what everyone's saying. The actress wasn't blonde, was she? Yeah. Well, no. She, yeah, she was. Yeah. I haven't seen the... Um, what's her? Michelle Pfeiffer's blonde, or she? She's old now. She's got gray hair, but like that's about the color yeah. of her hair. But like, who else would be in the Batcave other than that? Also, like Alfred's dead. Uh, this costume looks the same as the BVS Apocalypse. I mean, he's got goggles. Yeah, and he's also got the like the hoodie cape, I guess. But like, I think they're they're all got the it's like stiff. You can see that one's the traditional blue and gray over there. Yeah, no, I'm just saying this one looks the same. That, that one's like an armor. That one has a scuba suit. That one has guns. I guess he um, broke. I think that's probably a homage to the Thomas Wayne Batman. Wait, why does that one? Have why does he have guns? guns? Do you think Batman's gonna be a murderer in this one again? I mean, Keaton Batman does murder a lot of people in those movies. Not explicitly. Uh, he sticks dynamite in a guy's pants and then pushes him off we a building. We don't know if he and died. then he explodes. <laughs> we don't know if he killed him. <laughs> and then Michael Keaton smiles like maniacally. We don't we can know that for sure. Why would he need so many different versions of the Batsuit? Michael Keaton and the Miller. I do find it kind of ridiculous that you're just supposed to buy into the fact that this 68-year-old man is running Still around. Batman. And, like, not just in the normal suit. Okay, okay, the Flashpoint aspect of this movie makes so little sense. Because if he goes to a universe where, she, where the only difference is she didn't die... And you're like, there's another you still there. Barry Allen travels back in time to prevent his mother, his mother's murder, which traps him in an alternate reality without metahumans. Yes. But so did, did he just expect his new, like alternate universe mom to just be like, Oh, I have two kids now. Okay. Well, I don't think he thought, I think what's probably going to happen is he's intending on changing his timeline and he accidentally, and then accidentally just goes to a moment where she's already alive and then he can't get out. That's stupid. Oh, and then and then Batman's like, "Why are you trying to save this one? Like, you're not even from yeah, you're here. not even from here." And that's so. Does he know how many universes there are where his mom's alive? Well, and presumably, if this is just the one he ended up in and he can't leave, like, what else is he gonna do? Well, he can't. Why wouldn't he be able to leave? It says he can't leave. Why? Well, I think because he's gonna start off not having the speed force anymore, and then he'll have to get it back. But no, but he runs around in the movie. Yeah, well, that's after. But we see all the scene where he's getting struck by lightning again and no, stuff. But he's lightninging through himself, I think, to give other berries. I think other berries gonna get powers through that, and then there's this another shot where um, Supergirl's flying him up in the air, 
It's saying they get struck by lightning again. That's stupid. Anyway, okay. That wait, actually, yeah. Why not have this? I have this. Why? I can't read. Okay, it's us around this too. Okay. Ron Livingston was his father. Turned on. Not Billy Crudup. I've never thought about that. I don't know why we. Uh, what do you think of his suit? He looks fine. That's obviously his people. I never really had a problem. Honestly, okay. Pause. Are you a are you a flash suit with the lines or with the no lines? Because the line the whole line thing was like new fifty two. I'm not a huge okay. It de- it depends on a couple things. One, how did he get the suit? Because if he made it himself and it has lines, that's really dumb. Especially it if they no light sense. up because it doesn't make it. How did he get the money to do that? Why yeah. would he choose to do that? If Batman made it, okay, sure, it's like an Iron Man suit at that yeah. point. Whatever, that's fine. I, whatever. Which is the explanation for this one? This I, one that Batman didn't make. I like the lines when the lines are lightning, like they are a result of him using his power. I'm not a super big fan of them as he just like thought it would be cool if he stuck lines on his suit. Like yeah. I don't think that that's. Right. I like the traditional one. I like it when it's just the plain red, and I like the gold boots and belt and tips on the lightning. And maybe basically like- the Flash. Uh, what was the Flash season where he had the fabric suit, but it was before he had the stupid helmet? He had it, the first fabric suit he had was the stupid helmet. When did they fix the helmet? Uh, like season six was the one. Hey, that's the best flash suit. And then they, season seven, they gave him the boots. His current suit is that one. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good yeah, flash suit. I think that's the I best still like, flash suit. If they had given the gold boots to the season four suit, that would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Perfect suit. And then I don't know why they got rid of the season four suit after one season. I don't season. know why they gave him a bicycle. And why they did that stupid one. I think it was because Grant Gustin was tired. Like that was more comfortable. Yeah. But like it looked really terrible. But then, okay, at that point, just don't have the helmet part of it. Like just make it like a mask. That's what the that's what Wally's suit is kind of like. Yeah, do that. I, well, no, because his is like I'm not saying have the hair exposed though. I'm saying just have it like like a like a ski mask basically, but with like flash stuff on it. Oh well, that would look really dumb though. It would look less dumb than the bicycle. The helmet. bicycle helmet. Because right so now he's bad. wearing a ski mask over a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that's way worse. Okay. okay anyway. Zod's uh, back, Zod's baby. He's messing things up. Who do you think didn't want to be in this more? Uh, General Zod. Or Michael Shannon or Michael Keaton? Michael Shannon for sure. I think Michael Keaton likes people. Apparently Michael Shannon called Zack Snyder and was like, is it okay if I do this? And Zack went, sounds good, buddy. I definitely did not. He was so enthusiastic to do. I think he likes... I think he likes being Batman. I think he likes... Do, I don't think he likes wearing the suit. Okay, I'm sorry. But that is the... Out of all the Flash suits, this is the worst one. <laughs> well, on. okay, there's a reason. <laughs> I know there's a reason, but that does not help. He's talking about, there's the younger, what? there's the other Barry from this what universe, and he's got like a goofy looking suit. If Batman can make a cool suit, like he did okay. for this Barry, why did he make him pause it and unpause this it real really quick, so. stupid suit? So, I'm going to get them all stamped. So, Barry already had... So, our normal Barry, right, from yeah. DCEU timeline. He, that suit was made by Ben Affleck Batman in the primary timeline. That's right. in the prequel comic that's already out. And this universe Batman does not This universe is Michael Keaton Batman. It's new, it's new Barry, and they're running out of time. Well, who makes her suit? 
I, she already has it, I think. No, because remember, she when they find her, she's like in a government prison. Yeah, but I guess I don't know. It was, well, I guess she well, can, she, doesn't no, Superman get his cape from the? Station? It's in the. It's yeah, already so in the fortress. So if she just goes to the fortress of solitude, she just puts it on. But um. Okay, Batman couldn't like whip up a suit for him though. Okay. He could, he, if he they're running out of time and it's sixty-five-year-old Batman, Bat. Batman doesn't make any of his own crap. He's Alfred do it. If Alfred's dead, he's just using the same crap. Tell me he hasn't. He's using the same plane he's been using since 1992. You're telling me he hasn't just gotten a new butler by now? <laughs> a new guy to do that? No. In Batman Beyond, Alfred dies and he's just like, I'll just get a dog. No, but he still <laughs> makes like a robot suit for his kid to use. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> well, if they're running out of time, Zod's here. We gotta go. I guess it is just paint the bat suit red and okay. let's move. Even even if that was the case, give him one of the Fortress of Solitude suits and put the Flash logo. That still would look better. My guess is this would look, if you look at the bat suit, it's kind of like chunky and it's got like weird arrows and stuff on it. It's probably some like frictionless bat suit that he had. Because the whole reason the Flash wears the suit is that his clothes don't catch fire. So my guess is that do you know whose suit Batman already has that? They Probably Superman. Super fast. Superman. You know who, who? You know where the Superman suit comes from? Same place she got. But my guess is that they weren't, they weren't just like, "Hey, Supergirl, can you find one of the costumes in the fortresses? I'll do it and just dig it hey, up." Could you grab me one too? Maybe it probably doesn't fit. They're like magic. They like shrink to fit them. Remember? No, they don't. That's what it does in Man of Steel. He just goes no. in there, and there's a suit like floating. No, on the it's mannequin. like on the mannequin. He just takes it off and puts it on. It just happens to fit him. Well, that one just happens to fit him. Well, yeah, maybe he does. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> I just don't like. The it. question I is: think it looks Would you rather have the Supergirl outfit painted red with a lightning bolt spray painted over the Superman logo, or would you rather have the Batman suit painted red? Honestly, with spray painted I would be more okay with bat with Supergirl wearing a Batman suit. That's like. Got the Superman logo. No, I'm not saying the, the Supergirl suit is the Batman suit. I'm saying would you rather the Flash suit be the Superman suit or the Flash suit be the Batman suit? Okay, well, to answer that question, I raise you another question. Does this suit look more like that suit? Uh-huh. Or does that suit look more like that suit? That suit looks more like that suit. Yeah, so use that as the base <laughs> thing. <laughs> I, get, I get what they're doing, though. It's a makeshift. It's thrown together. That it looks like, you know, like, he cuts the ears off. Thing. He's just yeah, going. It looks like jank. Like I mean, presumably, that presumably Ben Affleck like used his millions of dollars and took like a month to put that suit together. And Ben Affleck was just like, "Here's what's in my closet. We gotta go fight the government." Yeah, dumb. Okay, anyway, let's keep on. going. On June sixteenth, Sam, that's your that's your birthday. You love Batman. I I do like Batman. This Batman film that they're masquerading as a. Oh, flash okay. Crop. So um. Oh, never mind. Who do you think that is? Who do you think that is? It's Batman. That's Ben Affleck Batman. Okay. Oh, Speaking of suits, I do like Ben Affleck's suit. Ben, I've always liked Ben Affleck's suit. Uh, pos- I like that it's blue and gray. Oh, hey, what the, what the heck going on here? You- uh, I don't know. It looks like he's getting zapped. What's going on right now? Oh, you think maybe he went into the world engine, like the big laser? Maybe that's what happens when you like go into the laser. No, Superman does that, though. Does and- he? Is it just blue? Yeah, it's just blue. And yeah. he's maybe he's maybe. in the Speed Force? I don't know. It's maybe a he fast. went into the thing, but he's not as strong as Superman, so it's like uh, killing it's him. It's killing him, frying him, maybe. Although, hypothetically... Oh, you can see he's like kind of floating. I think yeah, he's in the Speed Force. It doesn't look like Force. he's floating very high. Though. Well, no, because his arms are restrained. Oh, you know what? You know what? I bet you what's happening. I bet you he's having one of those classic Speed Force fights. Oh, I don't think so. 
think he's being restrained. By the way, pretty much all but... Yeah, because he's, like, stuck here. Yeah. His arms are, like... Pretty much... He's grabbing onto something. Yeah, he's trying to shut down that world engine thing. That's what's happening. Okay, anyway. Uh, What did did he do? Explosions! Batman, oh, she threw a thing in his head. She hits out in the face. She's feeling sad. Batman's cape is bulletproof. The rest of his apparently the Ben Affleck scene is just him stopping like some bank robbers. Whoa, Batman flying now. I do like the, that part. Oh, geez, he's getting clipped alive. Okay, pa- oh, okay, pause, go back. Click, 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 bing, boom, boom, boom. Okay, so this scene, pause, it, I think is the opening or the very end. I think this is when he first gets to. But why is there so much destruction going on? That's forward? the world engine thingy. So you think this is the end of the movie? No, because Zod gets there and immediately starts doing that. Yeah. And then I think well, that's no. going on. He doesn't immediately start. He kind of like messes with Clark for a little bit and then he goes and does that. Okay, but if Clark's not around to mess around with, he's well, just Well, he's, he's probably going to try to go mess around with Carr, but if Carr's not yeah, there... Yeah, but she's gone. Yeah. So I, I, think he, I think Zod arrives at New York, starts blowing stuff up, and destroys New York. Or I think Barry Metropolis. tries to stop it, but I don't think he can. I think New York gets destroyed. It's, Gotham, it's Metropolis. It's not New York. It's New York. So it's Metropolis. Metropolis or Gotham. gets destroyed in Gotham, which is a different city, even yes. though they're right next Across to each other. Across the bay. Um, <laughs> uh, is like not destroyed somehow. And then he, so he goes over to where Batman is. They team up. I think yeah. That's what's going on. Uh, I think. I think they're. I think he gets there and Zod's already attacked. And he's already blown like, up. Or, like he's right about to. Start. Well, we see Zod getting there while he's there. Yeah, because he does the TV Barry thing for Man has of Steel. No reason to go find. Batman. By the way, I do think it's really cool that it, they're going back to Man of Steel and like doing. That's that's really cool. I do here's, like that. Here's in my mind how this would work. All right, Barry, I like Michael Shannon. I'm just gonna call it New Earth because I don't know what Earth is. It Barry gets to New Earth. Well, this is Earth 89. Barry gets to New Earth. It's Earth 89. I don't care. He gets to the it's new... in the TV shows. He gets to the place. The place he's at. <laughs> <laughs> and Zod is already there, and he's like, I'm taking over the world. And then, and then Barry, like, he tries to find Superman. Superman's gone. Ooh. He tries to find Aquaman. Aquaman's gone. He goes and like, tries to find all these guys. He eventually realizes, oh, there's no metahumans. Oh, no. You know so who's... he thinks, who's not a metahuman? Batman. He'll know what to do. Goes to find Batman. Oh, different Batman. Old Batman. Slightly older than other Batman. It's other Batman, even though for some reason he's not surprised that he's Batman. Because in the trailer, he says, I'm Batman, and Barry seems rather unimpressed. But anyways. Well, one of them faints, and the other one's just like, yeah. But the one who doesn't know that this is Batman also is also just randomly not impressed. Well, why would you be impressed if you've seen Batman before? Okay, anyway, uh... This is going on. Oh, yeah, that's Batman. I do like his... I love the blue and gray. So, I th- so this is straight out of Flashpoint. Yeah, this is right out of Flashpoint. I Which think, makes he does think he doesn't have his powers. But this is other Barry. Well, well, keep going. No, it isn't. That's a shorter haircut. Shorter hair is normal. Longer hair is other Barry. Because we see him get zapped in another scene, though. I think... Well, in Flashpoint, it fails the first time. Yeah, but, and then he tries it again, and it works. Yeah, but so, he's strapped to the chair for that whole time. Yeah, I think this is in probably the, the first time, and it fails. But then why isn't he, like, super fried in the other? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think Barry has his powers. Hmm. Well, maybe they just don't show him fried up. I, I, think, I think he's like, well, I don't have the chemicals to remake oh. me in Flash. So they're going to zap... 
old berry in order to give new berry power. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but it doesn't not make sense. I think they're both going to get struck by lightning at some point and both have speed force power, so it doesn't really matter a whole lot anyway. To, in my brain, I'm thinking Supergirl carries old berry into sky. Mm-hmm. He gets, he gets zapped, struck. And, and then that lightning goes down and hits him. That's maybe. what I'm thinking. Maybe like they just like he's like a conduit. He just gets yeah. Because if they don't have the chemicals that made it, they do may, have different maybe color. Maybe the lightning, lightning has to go through him. Maybe I don't that's know. how it works. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. They're, both, they're both going to end up with speed force powers. Yeah, we know. Because spoiler alert: other Barry is going to be evil. He's going to turn evil. He's going to have to fight him. He's going to wear a different Flash outfit, and they're going to be evil he's Flash. Totally going to be Savitar from season four. Yay, Savitar, my favorite Good villain. villain. Okay, anyway. Why can't it just be reverse flash? Yeah, see, they're already mad. Yeah, okay. So there, there's a shot where Newberry is mad at uh, our Barry because he wants to murder. He says nobody dies, and, and then apparently there's a yeah, like a TV spot or something where you see like a big jagged object stuck in his shoulder that they edited out for this trailer. Weird. And the dark flash action figure which you've already seen has like chunks of shards and stuff sticking in him, so it's him. It's, it's definitely him. He's going to be bad. So is, he's not reverse flash. He's dark flash. <laughs> he's dark flash. I think what's happening Stupid. is... Uh, Bar- Does that make him bright flash? So in the next shot, Michael Keaton like drops to his knees because like he failed. I think in this one, they do lose. Everything gets screwed up uh, because the other Barry is from this planet. He's mad at this Barry because he jacked somehow up... somehow being Because he basically killed everybody. And then... And then he that's why he turns evil and he's going to spend the rest of his life going after Mainberry because Mainberry escapes and goes it to the was new DC. Me, Barry. I like Reverse Flash. I know everyone I know everyone criticizes the Flash TV show and Reverse Flash is the villain of every season every single time. That's cuz he keeps dying and I not enjoy dying. that. I enjoy that part of the Flash. I I like I like, I like it when it's like just it's like it's like oh darn you Reverse Flash it's you again. <laughs> like I like that stuff. I don't know. I thought it I think like when he comes back like the fourth time, it's like what is. If you just point? accept the fact that he's how immortal, we, how are you even still around? What if do you we just do accept right the now? fact that he's like an immortal ghost who just like possesses things? Like, just is obsessed with Barry yeah, for no reason. I don't. I don't mind it really at all. Have you seen that one? Like the finale starts um, today. Uh, not like the series. It's the four. It's a four part finale. So the first part's tonight. I'm not gonna have time to catch up. And maybe the last when, episode maybe was when the good. Summer, maybe when the summer. Happens. The the last episode was the one with um. With uh, Green Arrow came back. It was actually a good episode. It was the first good episode of this final season of The Flash. It's the ninth one. That's a good sign. Yeah. Have you seen that one like like voice clip where it was like, "It was me, Barry. The first time you touched a woman." <laughs> like, <laughs> I used my super speed to make it seem like you nutted at a true. woman's touch. Have you Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're editing uh, the clip from right. the movie. Anyway, uh, that's one of the Kryptonian guys. He's oh, gonna no. blink the bat wing. Sixty-five oh, year old Batman. He's gonna have to dive. Oh, the I, like the flat. The I don't like that they put the Ben Affleck logo in there. Like he's gonna have anything to do in this movie. Got to jump. They're gonna feet. jump into Where's the. Where's your parachute? I don't got one. Isn't that an exact thing that they put in the Winter Soldier trailer? Yes. yes. Although he didn't have a cape. Uh, yeah, he just Captain America just, just jumped. Well, he into jumps the into the ocean and is fine. Yeah. He's Captain America. Exactly. Uh, they did screen this movie in full at CinemaCon, and apparently it's very good. That's what everyone's saying. What are the... Ro- do we have Rotten Tomatoes? No, I mean, they're not, no one's allowed to do reviews, but everyone's allowed to tweet about how much they loved it. All right. Well, that's a good sign. 
I mean, James Gunn has, keeps saying on Twitter that he thinks it's a great movie, and he did not say that about Shazam, so well, I don't know. You know, that's not a really a hard <laughs> line to cross. We also didn't say it about Blue Beetles, so we'll see what happens. Well, okay, Blue Beetles farther out, though. Um, Hunger Games, we don't care about that, so let's just not bother to pull that up. Uh, I don't even there was another Transformers title. trailer. The, a big thing in that was that um, Unicron... Yeah, Unicron. Unicron is no longer Earth. In the Bay movies, Unicron was in Earth. It's no longer in Earth, and apparently this new trilogy is going to focus on Unicron. Well, Unicron was never supposed to... This is... <laughs> Unicron was never supposed to be in Earth. That was something that they made up... No, yeah, Michael they put Bay that movies, in the Bay movies. That they then did much better... Okay, every idea that they introduce in the, the Bay movies, they just like did like infinitely better in, in Transformers Prime. Transformers Prime is good. The problem with Transformers Prime is the animation well. has not aged well it, at all. It aged about as well as Transformers <laughs> Beast Wars, Wars yes. which has aged even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway... Um, yeah, so Unicron was originally just the moon of Cybertron. Like the actual moon yeah. that orbited it. Uh, then they changed the continuity so that he was Earth for some reason, which is why there was so much energy on him. Which Earth. was the big twist in the fifth one? One of them. When one of them? And I don't so, I don't even. I, again, I haven't seen the new movie. I don't know what they do about it in that. But uh, in Transformers Prime, they go in there and they use the Matrix of Leadership to like make him go to sleep or something. But Unicron, Sam, Unicron's bad, and he's here. But yeah, Unicron's like um, the the Transformers equivalent of Galactus. Yeah. Like he straight up just planets. Um, there was a trailer for Next Goal Wins, which is Taika Waititi's next movie. It's we about wanna... a soccer team. It looks fine. People were harping on it because everyone hates Taika Waititi now because he made that what? one movie they don't like. That's stupid. But he made it, other good movies. He's also, written an, he's also written a movie that won an Oscar. He's made other good movies. So, and... You watch something other than Marvel Maybe, movies, please. Yes, please do. Um, I, I think Kill This will be good. It looks fun. It'll probably be fine. Equalizer 3. It looks like more Equalizer. I was like... I don't care about Equalizer Does anybody care about this? But apparently the second one made more than the first one. Well, yeah. Although by not a whole lot. It was also like five years ago that movie came out. I don't care about Then there was a trailer for Gran Turismo. Oh, that, is, that we got a play. Did you watch... Uh, oh, I watched the Gran Turismo Oh, you did? Trailer. I didn't I didn't know if anything happened. I assumed it was just people uh, racing so, cars. You know the tagline of the movie? Yeah, from Gamer to Racer. That's the plot. What? <laughs> that's that's the plot of the movie. He's a gamer and they he is get a him. Gran Turismo gamer champion. Oh, he's literally playing the video game he, Gran he Turismo. He plays the video game and he's so darn good at the video game. That's the Hansu. That he gets recruited by like an F1 team or whatever. What am I watching right now? To like race the car. His dad's like, you can't be a race car driver. We're poor. And then, and then the, you have to play Gran Turismo on your PlayStation. You're going to work in the mines, and then, and then PlayStation's like, we're going to send you to, we're going to send you to Gran Turismo Academy, which is <laughs> that's a thing. It is here, which apparently this movie is also based on a true story, which I did not. It's know. not. That is not true. And so they take the best Gran Turismo players, and they have them make a racing team, and 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 uh, Harbor's got to teach them to be to be race car drivers. The old man who was not alive when Grand and the who was whole, thirty years old when Grand Turismo on, came out. Uh, oh, captions are not available. That sucks. Okay, but there is a line where he's like, "You're you expect me to turn a bunch of skinny gamers into race car drivers? Like that's an act that's like actually in the trailer." 
Wow. And there's one point where he's like, I know it's the first time you guys have been outside, but we got to run. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop I'm not. This is why all. Why do the movies that are this like. This is real. Why do the video game. Why do video game movies always feel the need to like insult their primary audience? Why are come every video game movie is like gamers are nothing but a bunch yeah, so of see, gross, he like, he has them filthy like, nerds. He has them work out and he's like, you're a bunch of nerds. You can't run. You yell. Like, yeah, you nerd. I like how this movie is for people who play the game, but they're like people who play the game terrible losers who don't go outside and can't talk to women like it's <laughs> just insulting the primary audience i don't yeah i don't get that also playing gran turismo does not like amount to actual ability to drive a car why did neil blomkamp do this i don't know why would anyone do this why did playstation think this was a good idea why would anyone I mean, granted, what else do you do with the Gran Turismo movie? Nothing. Adapt a different game. You can also just not make Gran Turismo. This makes no sense at all. This is not something that adapts to anything other than a video game. This is like making a Microsoft Flight Simulator game. (laughs) It's a racing sim. That's it. This is actually the equivalent. Also, nobody plays Gran Turismo. I don't know if I brought that up yet. I mentioned this to someone and they didn't know what it was in general. So nobody knows what Gran Turismo is. It's not, it doesn't have a lot of brand recognition. This is quite literally, if you were to make a movie called Microsoft Flight Simulator about a kid who got so really good. good at Microsoft Flight Simulator that he becomes like an ace pilot for the U.S. Air Force. The last one only sold 4 million units in the U.S. That's a lot. For a PlayStation game? flagship playstation game adapted into film that is not enough well not for but only like five games but this is not gonna make money i'm telling you that now sony oh no this will make zero dollars sony this was a bad idea i'm telling sony, you that this now. is a dumb dumb why did you dumb, do this dumb idea. again sony boys oh, guys guys <laughs> stop <laughs> You can't keep screwing up this bad. What is the matter with you? How do you still have money? How do you make... How? How do you make The Last of Us? The best video you game adaptation. They didn't make The Last of Us. But they own the IP. Like, they, they own the IP. Either. That's but they didn't even do the TV show. How, HBO did the TV how show. How do you go from arguably the best video game adaptation of all time to this? Uh, because Sony made this and HBO made The Last of Us. <laughs> How come anytime Sony tries to make something out of its own properties, it's the worst thing ever? But when someone else is given a Sony property, it's really good. I mean, they did Uncharted and that was bad. That was bad, but Spider-Man is good. Sometimes. Last of Us was good. Yes. That's it. Well, name something Sony has made with their own IPs that was good in the last five years. Kind of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was like forgettable. But Afterlife was, not was awful. Yeah, it was not awful. Uh, Morbius. It's not. It's not Venom. Not. Let there be carnage. <laughs> did, did that make money? Yeah. Okay, so that's the only. There thing. are big. There are people who are fans of the Venom movies. That's just. That's just because people like Venom because it's like, oh, he's a cool dude. Yeah, I guess. It's I not because like they. Why do people like, like Venom? People have liked Venom since the 90s. I don't understand it. Because he's a cool-looking character. He's just... People like Venom for the same reason people like Boba Fett. Like, yeah, he that's true. He just looks cool. So yeah. people assume that it is cool. He's cool and mysterious. So he's the coolest. Let's give him 85 hours of backstory. <laughs> 
It's the exact same situation. All right. Let's uh, move okay. on. Yeah, what's next? Sam, that's the news of the week. Now, we're getting into the summer. It's getting nice and toasty in this back room where we record all of our stuff. I can't wait for it to be 100 Actually, degrees. Not that hot. It's not right now. It's because we're filming this at like 9 p.m. But trust me, in a month, it's going to get real bad. But um, where it's getting into the summer... There's a lunch of big blockbusters. There's a bunch of big blockbusters. There's a lunch of big blockbusters. What uh, is going on? Ooh, we've been Atari. We've been downscaled. Oof. What is that? I the just, way that the video actually ooh, is? Cares. No, it's at 144. It's at 144p right I now. like this. It looks like an Atari game. <laughs> what? Okay, they can't even see it on. You All guys right. can't see it on camera because so, it always looks blown out. Here's but what it we're going to do. Goofy to us. So, me and Sam have compiled our lists of what we believe will be the 10 highest grossing films. I put I was doing this domestically because it's hard to do international because there's like a bunch of like Chinese movies. I that just we thought what exist. will make the most money. Sam, I I don't think I don't think it'll really affect it that much because um, we're both just looking at American films. But um, we've compiled our list. We've got it from ten to one. What we think will be uh, the most successful films of the summer out of all the big movies coming out, and then. Um, at the end of the summer, when we come back in September, we'll just see how we, we will did. look at how we did. Uh, did all of our movies make it in? If they did make it in, uh, where's their placement correct on the list? Uh, what, Should we have like a prize for whoever uh, gets the closest? Uh, we can figure that out later. We got like three months. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so um, we're but counting. People, people will care if we up the stakes. So what? Uh, ooh, that's true. Hmm. We'll put a. $20 McDonald's gift card on the line. Sure. $20 <laughs> McDonald's gift card. All right. So <laughs> that's whatever. We'll figure, we'll figure we'll something out. There's something that's going to be yeah, on there's the line. Something's going to happen. We didn't think this through. <laughs> um, basically, what we're counting is it's the first weekend in May uh, to the last weekend in August. Um, it used to be people saw the summer movie seasons like Memorial Day through Labor Day. But then Marvel put all their stuff out the first week of May, and that's just kind of yeah, kind of jacked. That's up the just kind of where we start now. So basically, the first movie of the summer is we're counting is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. The last one that we're counting is Equalizer Three that comes out in yeah. September, September. Which I did 1st. not even know. I didn't know. But that's fine. It's not going to. It's, gonna, it's, it's not going to make it. All right. So Sam, why don't you start us off? Tell me what your number ten on your list is. My number ten is the Marvels. Okay, that comes out in November. Well, it's on the summer list because we haven't updated it. Uh, that's true. Let me look at... Well, I don't want to look at it. Um, yeah. All right, I'll pick a different... You do your right. number 10. So I'll pick a different one. There's I'll, th- I'll be back. There's three movies. Go to... Just like go to Wikipedia and find a list. That's updated. But um, there's three movies in this summer that I think have a very important fi- have a factor in financial success. And I call it the dad factor. Okay? There's three. The first of them is Oppenheimer, which is my number 10 movie for most profitable movies of the summer, okay? Mm -hmm. Let me talk you through why, all right? I've heard at least two people, normies, talking about this movie, okay? Mm -hmm. Which is not normal for a movie that comes out in like three months. You get the normies talking, you already know it's going to be a hit. Yeah. You get the normies talking like in advance, like well in advance... That's signs of a really I big hit. All about are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Oh, it's Chris. Dang. It's Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah. Back if you ignore Tenet, which was in 2020, if you go back to Dunkirk in 2017, that crack that was like the top five highest grossing movies of that summer. Yeah. So he's proven he can do this. It's got all the big stars you can think of. 
It's got the World War II people be loving history stuff, especially like middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. And it's got that it's got that magic factor where it's going to attract the dad audience. And when we when we looked at last summer, we looked at Top Gun Maverick. That largely managed to be that successful because it just attracted every single dad in the United States of America to a movie theater and watch it. All right, I got a different, I got I think an updated pick. If Oppenheimer can get a four, like a, like just like a fit, like a quarter of that audience, I think where it's going to be big enough to crack. So the you have that for your number ten. Yeah. All right. So I've changed my number ten. I'm putting Elemental for ten. Okay, Elemental. That's it's a okay, little low. I would think for, for ten. My thought process is like. It's going to be big, <laughs> but it's going to be like the lowest of the big guys. I have not heard a lot of hype about Elemental. No, Most of the pe- conversation I've heard about it is people going, oh, that looks stupid. And it, that, that's, that, that's fine. Sure, it, it does look stupid. I agree. Mm-hmm. But there are not a lot of little kid movies coming out this summer. That's true. I was looking at that. not a lot of family same. movies. Yeah. Elemental's Pixar. Pixar's the family It's a company. proven commodity. They are the guys <laughs> for family movies. Yeah. So I think a lot of parents, and especially during the summer, parents are stuck with their kids all yeah. day. They need something they to babysit. They want to break. They want to they bop their kids yeah. off at the theater and go, go get I a drink I have Elemental on my list. I have it a little bit higher. Yeah, I, same with Oppenheimer. I um, think it's be higher, too. I have Barbie at number nine, which okay. comes out the same day as Oppenheimer. I do think Barbie is going to make more than Oppenheimer does. That's I think that's... I think, I have, I have I think Oppenheimer's list, also rated R, place. which I think is going to not help it, but... Um, I have it's, yeah. I have Barbie at number nine. I would have it higher because there's also a lot of, especially on internet, on it's the a internet, a lot of hype. There's a lot of talk about Barbie, and I've heard some talk about Barbie. I've heard a lot of normies talking about and, with normies. My uh, apparently, but according to chatter about like the actual movie, yeah. it is hyper hyper political. So I think if it's, I think it'll have a big opening weekend. Because a lot of people will be interested in Barbie. Yeah. I think you will see a massive drop off after that because I think the chatter on the internet will become so toxic because of it, it, people I don't fighting know, on Twitter. Because I think it will deter people from. Sometimes that means, oh, I got to see it because I got to have a take. That's true. But also, this is Barbie. And if it's too political, it's not going to appeal to kids. Which is. And if it's not going to appeal to kids, that to is going to severely damage its box office. Yeah, because it's a kid's movie. So if, if this is. If it's <clears throat> just the political examination of modern feminism, which is what it's been, which is to what be. it's rumored to be, and judging by who's making it, that sounds that correct. would be yeah. That would I think sense. it'll crack the top ten, but I think it'll it'll have terrible legs. It'll have a big start and it will fall off. Right. I'll give my opinions if on it when we get to where if I it's better. I think it, it'll be able to climb a little bit higher, but for now, I think it's it's going to sit there. Judging on based on what we're hearing about the movie itself. Okay, before I give mine, I'm going to pause it because I got OP. Okay, we're back. Hey! All right, so I'm going to give my number, number nine on Samsung. Number nine pick. I put The Flash at number nine. The, oh, all the way at nine? That's really low. I think that this movie will poop itself real. Okay. You think it's going to be bad or you think it just won't make any money? Or both? I think, I think it's going to... I think it's too complicated for people to, to care. I don't think that's true, though. I think people are generally... I've heard way I, more people talk about the Barbie movie than I have the Flash. That, uh, yeah, I mean, that's true. But, like, also... But I don't think people are... I think people get the multiverse. I think that's a sh- mainstream concept. It's, it's not the multiverse. It's the 
convolutedness of the DC universe that people don't understand. Like whether or not this is canon or not. Like why Batman's in this movie, even though we got yeah, a Batman yeah. movie last year, and it's a different Batman, but not the different why Batman. Is this, like the, at the beginning of the movie, yeah. a different, different yeah. Batman who's not different because he's actually from the the eighties. And then we have the Flash and okay. a different Flash who's not the Flash but is the Flash. And he didn't go back in time. He went to a different universe, but he was trying to go back in time. That is way too much. Yeah. Way too much. I don't much. know. I, I, you have it at night. I have it. <laughs> we have very opposing views of what we think this movie's going to do. I, I, but I think it's got, a, it's got a primo release date on June 16th. Uh, I think, but I think number nine is, is pretty low, especially compared to like what else is, look, I have is higher. I don't know what, what you we, have Look is at higher. what we just had with Shazam. Like, that was the last DC movie that came out. That bombed atrociously. That's true. But I think now, that... Now, to be fair... There's definitely... It's to, definitely going to do better. Yeah. It's absolutely going to do better than Shazam. Yeah. I'm not saying that I think they're going to do comparable. But I think DC's reputation is in the trash right now. Yeah. And I don't think this movie is going to be enough to fix it. Do you think that... Um, when James Gunn universe actually properly starts, there will be a audience re-engagement or do you think people have just checked out from DC entirely? I think people will re-engage when Superman Legacy comes Okay. Out. I don't think this movie is enough to get people back in. Okay. I, well, I'll, I'll get to my points later. At, at number eight, I have Elemental. I, I didn't want to put it too high because um, Pixar movies, the last one was Lightyear and that did not do well. But that was also like weird and sad and... Talk about a movie no one understood. No one knew what Lightyear was. Yeah, because um, it was like really bad. It was hard to, well, it's hard to explain the concept of what it is. The concept was too confusing for yeah. kids, who's the main audience. Um, Buzz Lightyear just wasn't Buzz Lightyear. He no, was some it was guy. a different, it was a different voice. It was a different characterization. Uh, it was the, so sad. The only two pieces of Buzz lore that we have. They eliminated. They completely ignored. Yeah. And the movie wasn't about Buzz. The Buzz is a space ranger. He's supposed to explore. No, but he hangs out on space. one planet yeah. the entire time. The whole concept Again, of Buzz Lightyear is he's an explorer. That movie has a lot of problems, but if they had just put a little scene at the beginning where we watch little boy Andy take Woody with him to the movie theater, right? And you can have a little Tom Hanks cameo. And you just sit down and he sit he sits in the theater and then the movie starts and you see that. Ten million more dollars would have gotten. Well, he bring can't that bring out. Woody with him though, because then because but he doesn't know what Buzz is. Uh, oh, that's fine. That's a can can. Who error. cares? But like, if they had just put that at the start, that would have fixed so. It would have fixed a lot of issues with the audience not understanding. Instead of that, like three lines of text that. Yeah, like, that just opens it. This is the movie that Andy. Yeah, likes. Andy watched this one for in nineteen ninety five. All right, here's the Lightyear movie. Like, what? <laughs> what are you? What are you talking about? Yeah, right now? but. I was looking, I, I looked at a lot of uh, old summer box office charts from years, from like pre-COVID, right? And every top 10 at least had like one big animated movie. So I, I was looking at the chart and there are, there's really like two. And there's this, only two. This is Pixar. It doesn't have any big stars, which is, a, is I think is going to hurt it. And it's not an, a, it's not it's an also, IP, it's new. It's new. It's also opening the same weekend as The Flash. So I, I, I don't, it could, it could be a hit it could not i think those I are honestly, i think those are counter programmed enough to i honestly to don't know but um i but there's at least one animated movie's going to squeak in here and i'm guessing that it's going to be pixar the question is the real question is did disney train all parents to just no longer see pixar movies in theater and just watch them on disney plus yeah 
I think this will be Pixar's return to theaters, like proper return to theaters. I don't think Lightyear. Can. If Lightyear had been good, it would have been Lightyear. The problem is they returned with Lightyear, and Lightyear, is, is Lightyear was way too bad. expensive and very bad. Very much not a good yes. movie. All right, what do you have for number eight? For number eight, I picked Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Okay, so like you were talking about earlier, we got the dad factor. This is dead. This is the dad other dad factor. On yeah, lock. Tom Cruise is big big boy mode right now he's the biggest movie he's, star on the planet he's the top guy yeah he was in top gun and that shot him straight to being top guy you want him <laughs> in your movie everyone saw top gun they gotta write for reasons i will never understand his biography has to be called from <laughs> top gun <laughs> from to, top top gun gun. to top guy yeah <laughs> uh, top gun maverick blew up was a cultural phenomenon for reasons that i i will i will never understand why that no. movie blew up as much it did way better than the original if you don't live in the united states i don't think it was as big there but literally here everyone in the entire country just went to go see top gun maverick i don't they know just everybody just did i don't know if maybe it's the result of like America being like heavily propagandized largely by the military industrial complex. Maybe that's related. I don't know. I'm not saying it was bad. It was a good movie. I just, I don't understand why it blew up as big as it did. That said, that whole movie is just an excuse for Tom Cruise to look cool. <laughs> and this movie only exists so Tom Cruise can look cool. I'm thinking now. This doesn't have the Air Force, which is a little bit of a gesture. It's losing that that right wing military support. Little, we gotta that, get that, the boom. commies. Yeah, yeah. But I think. Oh, okay. Actually, no, because he's a spy, right? It was yeah. for the CIA or whatever. That's like basically the same. Mm. So yeah, you're good. You're good to go. Let's go for it. But number, MI6 number is like constantly filled with corrupt agents. Oh. And everyone, the the right, the the conservatives love Top Gun because it was. It was the military's tool and him. The woman who ran the CIA prison Alcatraz burned ninety boxes of documents when they were being audited, but she did do that. So, <laughs> all right, you got <laughs> anyway. So I'm also higher Mission Impossible, but I do think, I do think that movie is going to be largely carried by. He's straight off Top Gun, and that was yeah, so straight big. off Top Gun, going straight into another yeah. big. Uh, it's a big IP. It has, yeah. I would say, way more legs to stand on than Top Gun. Now, the last, uh, the last one didn't do... None of the Mission Impossible movies have ever done huge money. They've always been very critically acclaimed. But I, I think this one... Uh, the last one... Let me see if I can find a domestic gross. Uh, two, it did two, about 220 in the United States. Uh, the last one did. I, I think this one it'll do substantially more. I mean, Top Gun did like seven hundred million. In the I world. think this one's four hundred million. Easy. Even if it's just half of that, that's still gonna break easy. Like Three fifty, yeah. four hundred. Um, okay, next one up for me, I have um, number seven. My number seven, I have the Little Mermaid. Okay. Okay, I think this has the potential to be the number one movie. I put it much higher on my list. My, I think the thing holding it back is it's definitely going to be terrible and it's going to be extraordinarily divisive. It's true. And I think that is going to be the big thing that draws it back. But do These, you The recall? big remakes have always been giant money makers. Absolutely. But none of them have ever had 
the whole identity politics fight before. Yeah. So the Beauty and the Beast had like LeFou was gay, but that wasn't a real, really a thing. That wasn't a real, that didn't, that wasn't even even in the movie. But like, this is, it's, it's Ariel is is playing by an African-American actress and it's on the poster. So I think that's going to, it's going to be way more divisive, but it's also, it's the Little Mermaid. If it's a big name. It's a big name, but also it could be so bad. And if it's very bad, I think it will hurt its box office. And again, we talked earlier, there's not a lot of kid <clears throat> movies coming there's out. There's not a lot, which will help it, because this, especially, it'll have like, I don't know, it'll have like a good, like two weeks maybe to go it's, out of It's on it. its own for a minute. Yeah. Because until Elemental comes out, it's riding solo. Yeah, I guess. Um, all right, my number seven, I put Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Okay. My number seven. All right. <laughs> so... I think Indiana Jones has been gone for a big while now. Uh, it's been, let's see, the last one was 2008. Been been, about 15 years? In a minute. There's yeah. a whole generation of kids who grew up with no Indiana Jones. That's true. But there was, and there was a, really a generation in between that who didn't really have it either. Yeah. So there's, Indiana Jones does I mean, not have... Last Crusade came out in, I want to say, 88. Yeah. And so there was 20 years in between. Indiana Jones does not have a huge... Not nearly as big of a cult following. Oh, it's not a cult following. I mean, not I as think big it, of a following is like there are Star Wars. I and think stuff like that. generally there are a lot of people who are fans of Indiana Jones. There are not Indiana Jones fans, as in like Star Wars fans talk about Star Wars all the time and they they seek out Star they Wars. They live stuff. Star Wars. Indiana Jones fans, they just watch it and enjoy they don't Indiana, live Jones. Indiana Jones. No, they don't live it because you really can't. There's four movies. Star Wars fans want to live in Star Wars. They would like to. Li- they would like to be Jedi. No one, wants, no one to, wants to be no one Indiana wants to Jones. be fighting Nazis. Yeah. Well, they would prefer to, to, to not be having to do that. Yes. I'm not, not saying that they we shouldn't wouldn't. fight them. I'm yes. I, preferably, I would, be, I would want to exist in a time where there are no Nazis to fight. That's what I would <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I think, I think Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, I think seven. I don't think it's going to be a super big blockbuster. I don't see it breaking the top five. Uh, I don't think, I think there's a lot of other stuff coming out that has a lot more hype behind it. Every time I hear someone talking about Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny, they're going, huh? Making an Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. What? Wait, what? Wait, Harrison Ford's alive? Huh? Like, <laughs> I never hear anyone hyping it up. I only ever hear people yeah. saying they're surprised that it's being made. Okay. So for that reason, I don't think it's going to break the top five. But this is going to be a conversation later, but we'll get to it in a minute. But um, uh, I have number six. I have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Six or seven? I have it at six. Are we on six? Yeah. Okay, I also put it at six. Oh, well, we're lined up. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think so, this is top, top dog for the anime. It was just announced today that it was it's two hours and 20 minutes long. Yeah, no, that's fine. Give me more. I think that'll hurt it a little bit. Because long kids movies generally don't do well because they have short That's attention true. spans. However, this the first one was not a didn't make a lot of money. Um, it won a bunch of awards. I also, no one knew who Miles Morales was. But it was also on Netflix forever, and it was in the top ten on Netflix like every week. It's been in the top when 10 it was on Netflix, Netflix almost. When it was since on Netflix, it was, it was always in the top ten. I think it's built a giant people. Not a lot of people saw it when it came out. A lot of people have seen it now because it was on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's changed animation. And like the whole animation industry. and the trailers have been amazing. Um, the it's got every people are loving Spider Man right now. We're just off No Way Home. There, it's got amazing animation. I think Gwen it's, and Miles have both been 
much adapted bigger characters they in have, the culture. They have osmo- they have culturally osmosis into yeah, the they, general they have populace. Been fully accepted as yes. valid versions of Spider Man, which the first Spider Verse that was not the case. No, some people knew Miles Morales existed. Most people didn't like him. Yeah, for a lot of most of that was yeah. like, oh, they made a they made a black Spider Man. <laughs> Everyone was J Jonah Jameson J- Jamesoning yeah. Miles Morales. But I think after Spider Verse came out, people saw that character represented in a, I would argue, much better way than the comics did. I think the movie did a way better job with Miles' origin story I think, than the comics yeah. did. Um, I think it's also, it's got a better release date. It's got a better release date. It's got, um, people are generally more familiar with the concept of the multiverse in large part from No Way Home. Yeah. I think it's going to get the comic book fans. It's going to get the family audience. I think it's going to get pretty much everybody. I mean, I even saw like Ben Shapiro like into the Spider-Verse. So I feel like it's going to be big. I My question yeah. is, does it being animated hold it back from being as big as some of the That's, larger comic book that films? That is the only reason I put it this low. It's because it's animated. If it's as good as everyone's saying it is. Which I have no doubt it will be. And it was live action, it would be number one. But Absolutely. because it's animated, I think that's... That stops a lot of the old people who think that all cartoons are for babies from going to see it. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, well, I guess five. since we both had six, I'll go to my number five. My number five is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Okay. So I had it a little bit higher just because I thought this is another dad thing. I think Tom Cruise is so big, especially in the United States. I feel like it would it's going to ride pretty high. I think the last, the last one came out in 2018. Uh, Mission Impossible is number seven. Uh, in 2018, the last one. So I think larger audience, um, it, they do a big marketing campaign. I think you can definitely move up those two spots. Yeah. To five. That's my number five. What do you have for number five? My number five, I put Oppenheimer. Okay, you put it high. That's high for Oppenheimer. I think that this movie has the chance to pop off. All right, we got Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. who he, we had Tenet. That was during COVID. That doesn't really count. And that was like, that wasn't just during COVID. That, that was, was like, like August of 2020. Middle of the freaking war like zone for, for the most a theater was open was taking like 25% capacity. Yeah. Like even we didn't go see like it. In the, saw like every movie during the pandemic. Taking proper precautions. We wore masks and Cinemark said they sanitized. We did not cough on everybody. We waited until 2021 to also, cough on everybody. Also, there was no one else in the theater. No, we were the only ones in there. We were the only, we were the only people <laughs> <laughs> So, um... What was I saying? Right. Um, I think it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Everyone I know has at least heard of it and wants to see it. Uh, yeah. Again, I've heard a lot of all legitimate my, interest, especially this early, is really, really strange. All my guy friends want to see it. Yeah. Even my friends that are girls are like, hey, what's this Oppenheimer movie yeah. about? Which, like, normally girls, the girls that I know at least, don't <laughs> care about movies that much. Uh, even they're like, hey, what's going on with Oppenheimer? I'm like, oh, it's da da da. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, that sounds cool. Um, like they're excited. Like even yeah. like my you know older friends at work. Like they're like, oh hey, you know Oppenheimer looks cool. I'm excited to see that. Like everyone that is even remotely aware of like movies yeah. is excited for Oppenheimer. Yeah, honestly, I think it's great that Christopher Nolan is legitimately like a brand onto yeah, himself. Yeah, I think that's funny. No, I don't even think it's funny. I think it's great that there is a actual like that there is a, even after all this time, there is still a filmmaker who people will go up to see. He is like the only one. It's no, like him and Tarantino like who will like, people will go see 
that movie because it's it's a Christopher Nolan movie. Well, and Wes Anderson and but, uh, Zack Snyder. But those, but like that's not Zack Snyder's definitely on that. But list. The, but also all of his movies are Netflix now, so they're no one has to super, pay to see them. They're anymore. not good. <laughs> no offense no. to Zack Snyder. I don't like his but movies. Pe- people, but he has that. People following. pay to see Nolan, and they know that you have to watch a Nolan movie on the big screen because everyone's going to be talking. Yeah. About it. Um, so I do think Oppenheimer is going to do well. Five, I think, is pretty high, but I think it's going to do well. I, I think because it's bottom of top five. I think that is okay. right where it belongs. So number four is my I have to put it on here because it's stupid not to. It's Fast X. Uh, it's going to do a lot of money. It's, it's gonna Fast so and Furious. It's the 10th one. They got a bunch of people. They're bringing... Uh, to everybody back. Jason Larson's Statham. there. Brie Larson's here. Uh, Jason Momoa. There's cars exploding. John Cena's back. John Cena's there. The Rock. Hey, the Rock. The Rock is up. not in it. You don't know that. <laughs> Maybe he he's got a cameo. Up. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, it's just it's that thing where it's it's inevitable that it's going to be yeah on there regardless of whether or not you want it to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. So for my number four. This is where I put The Little Mermaid. I okay. put Little Mermaid at number four. You put it at number... That's right. Because like I said, it's riding solo for like the whole first half of the summer for the most part in terms of well, like family movies. Well, I'm looking at the summer. You got like... So you have... Uh, you got The Little Mermaid and then the week after Little Mermaid is Spider-Man. And then you got two weeks until uh, Elemental. I'm and then talking the, Little Little kids. And then there's really nothing for July and August. So I think... Well, August has Turtles, but really the whole month of July... Is figured out a family movie. So I yeah. think the family movie that does the best is going to be the one that has the best legs. That's able to get those repeat viewings and play throughout the month of July and just kind of stretch it out longer than the other two are. Yeah. I think Little Mermaid has tremendous brand power. Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. Whether or not it, that's for good it's reason. It's positive. It's talk. There's a lot of people talking about it. It's made headlines repeatedly on news networks. It's... People are talking about the movie. Yeah. And that alone is going to get a lot of people to go see it, even if they only go see it because they want to, like, criticize it. They're Mm -hmm. still going to get a lot of people in in seats, a lot of people that would have otherwise totally skipped it. Like, if you're a a 30-year-old guy Mm -hmm. uh, who, you you know, you just do your desk job, maybe you have kids, maybe you don't, you know, whatever. But you're like, you know, you're like a, you're into politics. You will go see the movie regardless of whether or not you have kids because you want to have a take on it, even if you don't care about the movie. If it had, if it had been, you know, a different per, if, you know, the casting had been different, you would have otherwise just not cared. You would yeah. have just not been remotely interested at all. Um, so I think that I think that's going to uh, play a part in it. I, otherwise, I think it's just a big it's it's a massive family movie The the Little Mermaid's had what like 30 years to resonate culturally yeah. with people. It's. Huge brand, Disney staple. The yeah. Disney remakes always make a billion dollars. It's it's inevitable that this yeah. makes a a, a butt. I mean, Lion King. That remake was in 2019. That was number one at the summer box office that year. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, 2018. There wasn't one, but Incredibles two. That was another family movie. Uh, 2017. Uh, there wasn't another one, but when they are out, they when they're make there, big they money. hit hard. Yeah. Um, all right. I have so my number three. We're getting to the top three now. Uh, I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three at number three. 
So I think the RT score is lower than I think it was expected. It's right now it's looking to open around 120, which is about 20 less than volume two even open to. Um, I do think there's a lot of ill will towards Marvel because Quantum Mania was so terrible. It was so bad. Um, I also think um, if this comes out and the audience response is really positive, I think you'll see a big boost. Yeah, I think it's also got the Marvel brand that's going to extend it past Mission Impossible. That puts it in top five by default. Yeah, it's going to do at least Marvel money. It's going to at least ignore the fact I put Marvel's at 10. But that puts it in the top five by default. <laughs> it's gonna make um, it's gonna make at least I think seven hundred million globally. Yeah, easily, easily. Um, I don't. I can pull up see what uh Guardians two, Guardians two did about three eighty nine domestic. Um, even if it matches that, uh, definitely in top three. But um, I think it's depending on what the audience reception is is going to determine how well that does in terms of how high it can go if. The audience response is really negative. I think you could see it drop all the way to like number seven or eight. Yeah, I think. I, I get in mind. Uh, I have. We haven't seen it yet. So we'll I'll see talk it tomorrow. About it when, yeah. When well, I, I'll talk about it when we get to it on my list. <clears throat> I have lots of thoughts. On it. Um, for my number three, I have Barbie. Okay, you have Barbie high. I think Barbie is going to make stupid money. Okay. I think Barbie's going to make money that that money hasn't even made before. Okay. Like I think it's gonna just make it's just gonna print money. All right, you got you got Margot Robbie, and I'm not talking Wolf of Wall Street Margot Robbie. I'm talking Harley Quinn Margot Robbie. She's a big name right now. I don't know. Margot Robbie's a big name, but she has not made a lot of hit movies. No. Who who do you think wouldn't go see a Barbie movie? Uh, young dudes. Who do you think will go see a Margot Robbie movie? Uh, young dudes who like to stare at Margot Robbie. There we go. So. We- <laughs> Boom! That like doubles your audience right yeah. away just by merit of having her in the yeah. movie. Um, but not only that, but Ryan Gosling is getting a lot of hype as Ken. I think that will help bring in like the male demographic. Yeah, the like general talk around the movie has been overwhelmingly positive. The the it was thrown around as the best script ever written in Hollywood for like People five years. People on Twitter every single time anything related to the movie is released there's already crazy it's already got memes they're taking the poster they're doing a meme it already has memes it already has a cult following it hasn't even come out yet people are going nuts for this movie and then there's the biggest thing it says barbie on it (laughs) that is by far and away other than maybe lego the biggest like girls toy Ever to I don't exist. Know, but do you hear a lot of people talking about Barbies or really you like talk to a lot of six year old girls? Do but do you see like big like Barbie marketing campaigns or stuff like yeah. that anymore? There was one like earlier this week. I'm just wondering. I don't. I, I mean, you might have seen. You might not have. Oh uh, yeah. Well, that but that was another thing about people on the internet yelling at each other. But my point is, Barbie's still he- like the fact that they did that at all. It was only yeah. big talk because Barbie yeah. is such a cultural staple in American. Yeah media like barbie single-handedly defined like actually altered beauty standards it's a children's toy that's that doesn't happen children's toys aren't supposed to alter beauty standards that's insane yeah like the the cultural power of barbie is ridiculously high yeah and i i I think i don't know if there is a toy brand 
again, other than maybe Lego, that can really compete with the kind of cultural power that Barbie has. Yeah. Uh, hey. And I think that, I think that name, name, rec- like brand power, yeah. talk, and casting are I think really going to launch Regardless this of how good the talk is, I think you, this, this is more than a lot of the other movies. People will show up just to check out to see what it's like. Exactly. Curious. It, this movie is going to pop off for the same reason the Lego movie did. Okay. It's the most popular toy. Yeah. This, it, it has a lot of things to say about the modern day political climate, <laughs> even though it's about toys. Um, and it's got a great cast. Yeah, it, the cast is amazing. I, I mean, think Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon... Dua Lipa, Issa Rae, Simu Liu, Michael Sarah. I think I think we're Will looking. Will Ferrell. I think we're uh, yeah, and w- Will Ferrell plays President Business yeah. in both movies. I think that's I think that's kind of funny. I think people <laughs> have not made enough comparisons between this and the Lego Movie. Yeah, but uh, I think in terms of like where those two ideas came from, I think they came from a very similar place. I think they were developed in very similar ways. And I think we're going to get yeah. a very similar result. Okay. Yeah, Barbie, that's high for Barbie. I don't know. But it could do that much. It just depends on how, how good it is. All right. I have the flash at number two. I think... That's a, that's a big, big switcheroo. It's got big explosions. It's got Ben Affleck as Batman. I think that's going to be bigger than, than a lot of people are anticipating. I think... I think uh, I'm not Ben Affleck. Sorry. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton... Back as Batman, I think, is going to be a big talk. I mean, No Way Home was driven a lot by Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire back. I think this movie could be driven a lot by Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are in it at the same time. And it's going to have a bunch of cameos. Cameos always put online chatter. People got to go see those cameos. Um, Also, the talk is that it's great. If it's great, I think that'll only boost it further. I think it'll go much higher than what happened. My thing is I don't think it's going to be great. First of all, I think it's going to be very... I, okay. think I think it's going to be a mess. And that, honestly, that applies to all of these. Yeah. The better it is, the more successful it's going to be. The worse it is, it probably drop out of the top 10 but entirely. I, I think out of all the movies on this list, The Flash has the highest chance of being a mess. Because it's it's just the most complicated. Yeah, it's the, the least... Form. It's the one that's like... Like all of all the brand movies. It's, it's hard to explain to people what's even going on yeah. in the movie. Out of all the brand movies, like the big... IP entries and sequels. That's the one that's like, hold up, this could be just a nonsense. That and the the cameo situation for this, I think, is very different than No Way Home. Because for one, it was a Spider Man movie, yeah. So people wanted to see the Spider Mans in it. This is a Flash movie. I don't know what we're doing. Well, we don't have the other Flash here, but people, we do have other Batmans. And I have one more thing. People were asking to see the other Spider Mans. As soon as we had the multiverse introduced to the MCU as a concept, people were like, oh, I want to see the other Marvel stuff in the MCU. Yeah. People wanted to see the other Spider-Mans. It had been rumored for a long time. Then we got it. That was huge. When, they, when the multiverse was like, you know, brought into DC, no one, no one was like, I want to see old Batman from the 80s. No one said that. I mean, there are fans of those movies. They're, they're, absolutely, there are. But no one really, no one wanted to see that. <laughs> like yeah, we're getting Michael Keaton Batman, and I, I'm I'm sure you're it, saying it no might one be cool. No one was clamoring for it. No one was at least not in this movie. People were clamoring for a Batman Beyond movie with him. Oh yeah, and no, that would have made way not more a lot sense. Of people were clamoring for let's just put sixty five year old Michael <laughs> Keaton back in the bat suit and have him run around again in the Flash movie. Yeah, I think 
the expectation there is very no, different. No, I think my my proven quantity for this is is Doctor Strange. That came out Mar- uh, May of last year. Not great reviews, right? Mm-hmm. No, no big Batman or Spider-Man, but the talk of there being big multiverse cameos carried that movie to almost a billion. So if but this we also, one... We didn't know what there was going to be in that. We know everything about the Flash movie. But They've we don't know all of it. We they, don't know who could show up. We don't know who could show up. There will be one surprise cameo, but we've seen everything else. Maybe George Clooney could show up as Batman. George Clooney will not show up. Maybe Burt Ward as Robin. That will Maybe not. Chris O'Donnell as You're Robin. saying stuff that is not... They have said Greg Gustin is not in the film. Yeah, and that's the only cameo that people have actually wanted in a Flash. <laughs> and they were like, it doesn't make sense for Grant Gustin to be in it. And everyone but was even like, though Ezra Miller was in the Flash show, and that's apparently how Apparently there's name. a big rumor that uh, Christopher Reeve CGI corpse is going to show up. Why? But there's a big rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Though? Brandon Routh Superman, Sam. Brandon Routh Superman. What if he shows up? Why? I like Brandon Routh. But why would he show up in this movie? Because he's Superman. But, but that doesn't make any sense. Neither does Batman being in this movie. Okay, but like with the lore that we un- we've been told, there's no metahumans in this world. Well, Batman's here, though. That, that, he's apparently he's going to run through the Speed Force, and when we run through the Speed Force, he's going to go grab dudes. No, like we're just going to see cameos, just flash, flash, cameo, 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 cameo. Big cameos, Maybe. big money, big DC but cross promotion. The, okay, again, the difference between that and Spider-Man No Way Home is, yeah, even though they those were like cameos, they really weren't cameos. Those characters were just in the movie. Yeah. That's very different from just showing like, up for three if seconds. If Spider-Man had just like popped in went, hey, Tobey Maguire, and he was like, oh, hi, and then he had left, no, people would have been like, oh. But yeah. like, because he was... In it. They were in because the whole they third were act. Like yeah. main characters, they that you know people were way more excited yeah. about that. No one cares if a Superman from fifty years ago is in the movie. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think it's going to be big though. I think it's especially. I think it'll be big. big. I just the the reason why I put it so low is because I have so little faith <laughs> in DC. And, okay, I have very little faith in DC. This is a very complicated idea. Yeah, which. If you don't have faith in someone to achieve a project, and the project is very hard to achieve, that's bringing my expectations way down. I'm thinking, <laughs> these guys don't know what they're doing, and they're trying to do something very complicated, which means they're going to do... They're either going to do it very poorly, or the audience isn't going to understand what's going on. It's, one of those two things is going to happen. All right, what do you have for number two? For number two, this is where I put Guardians at. Okay, you put Guardians at two. All right. I, I don't think I really need to explain a whole lot why I put Guardians at 2. I, that's a very safe pick. Um, I think that I don't... The, the main thing we're only, seen, So we're only one spot off. That's not that bad. The, the main thing I've seen from like, early like reviews, reviews, like people who didn't like it, is that is it was it, too sad. It was too sad and too dark. It was too dark. That's really dumb. You're really dumb I, for saying. What are you? Ex- I have okay. to be so brain dead. Honestly, to like I don't think wanna, that that's. A I don't want to freak out because we haven't seen it yet. So I don't know. They could be. It could be terrible. But people criticized Ant Man for being too dumb and goofy, which it was yeah, absolutely. And then they went to Guardians, which was an actual serious character focused story. Right? Mm-hmm. Not enough funny jokes. Not goofy enough. You're dumb. 
Your brain is It's called melted. natural progression, guys. You have brain rot. <laughs> I'm sorry you did the internet I, too I think, much and you got brain rot. I think a lot of the negative reviews are largely driven by they went in expecting the wrong thing. They wanted a happy-go-lucky They wanted Marvel Guardians movie. 1 again, but it wouldn't... It would be bad if they just did Guardians I don't 1 see, again. Yeah, if I want to watch Guardians 1 again, I'll go watch Guardians 1 again. I, and the thing I've noticed, generally, is that the people who think Guardians 1 is better have not liked the movie as much, and the people who thought Guardians 2 was better have liked the movie more. I and think Guardians 2 is better than Guardians 1. I haven't seen I've only seen Guardians 2, I think, like one time, so I need to go see it again. I would, it again. I would rewatch it, because I think a lot of that stuff's going to come back. But also, yeah. if you watch Guardians 1, Guardians 2... The soundtrack is better, and it's way better integrated into the scenes. If you go back and watch Guardians 1... It's like random. The soundtrack is good, but he'll just drop three songs in one after the other, and yeah, then they'll and be they gone really for 30 minutes. Track. They're more consistent. They're better worked into the plot and the themes. The themes are better spread out throughout the entire narrative and work better in instead of... Guardians 1, they're kind of... more thematically They're kind of just at the start and the end. It's better in, in Volume 2, it's way better spread out. The villain is better. Ego was such a better villain than, than um, Ronan. Ronan. Ronan was just like mad... A lot of people criticize the sovereign, but they're not really supposed to be villains. They're they just kind the of villains. A, they were they're like, kind of an obstacle just for them, to, just for stuff to happen. They were an opening act, like yeah. they were nothing. Uh, the character, there's so many great little character moments in Volume Two. There's this great scene in Volume Two where it's Drax and Mantis, oh, and, I, I and they're that. just looking at the ponds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that scene a lot. It's such a good scene. It's just Drax sitting there, and Mantis touches him and just becomes overwhelmed with sadness. And it just tells you so much about Drax as a character. And her. And, and her. It's, it's, it's such a small little thing, but it gives you so many, such a, like a such major... Such a big insight into, into, into how they think, and it's so good. And, it, and they do that for every... And he does that for every character in Volume 2. They all get at least one little moment like that. It's such a good movie. I don't know what... I don't understand why people don't like Volume 2. <laughs> and I think, I think people didn't like Volume 2 as much. Again, for the same reason, it was a lot darker. It yeah. was it was a like a deeper. It's a darker story. story than Volume One for sure, and it's a darker story I think than most Marvel but movies. It's not darker because the stakes are higher in Volume Two, but it's darker because it's more of a character focused story. Yeah, you have to. It's you get really invested. If, if the Guardians lost in Volume One and he blew up Xandar, they would run away and they would presumably like be fine. If if e, like ego is 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 ripping their family apart. And yeah, that's the stakes. It's an actual like character driven story. Not only does he, you know, kill everybody, but the guardians break up. Yeah. That's the, the, the family breaks up. Yeah. That's actual like good writing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, we haven't again, seen it yet. Well, I'm, I'm the, sure we'll get into more of it next week. Most, when we review volume The most three. like critically acclaimed Marvel movies are always the darker ones. Yeah. Everyone End loves game. it. Everyone loves Infinity, Infinity War. War. No a Way lot. Home is is much dark. Is way darker than, than Homecoming. A lot of people said that Infinity War was better than Endgame because yeah. of the way because of the way it ends. Because it was different. Winter like, Soldier um, is is same very thing. thematically dark. Yeah. Civil War as well. Civil War. I mean, they freaking all end the movie hating each other. Um, Thor Ragnarok is very goofy, but it also has you know Thor's entire Everyone home dies. being blown yeah. up. So I think the darker stuff. It does I think generally so resonate see, with cause, audiences? Cause, especially, I think if it if it connects with people, especially after Ant Man, which was just a nothing burger of any emotional or, or character perspective, I think it it can save itself from kind of the declining yeah. Marvel attention. And I think number one, the Marvel 
brand is so bad right now. I think a good movie like this could actually, I think that could make it stand out even Especially more. this, which is a little bit more separated than the other stuff is. The Guardians have always kind of been off on their own. They were very involved in Infinity War, but like, they're, they're still they're kind like, of doing their own thing. They've always kind of been doing their own thing. So I think if you haven't been keeping up with the MCU, you, you can easily you dip Dr. Endgame, you will 100% be able to just dip right into Guardians. Yeah, because that's really no the last time they were like, involved. maybe you'll have to watch the holiday special. Like I don't the know. the beginning of Thor. Like for the five seconds. No, nah, but they're apparently um, James Gunn didn't even know that he was, he, you know, he was fired. Yeah. And they brought him back. Apparently um, he didn't know they were going to put Thor with the Guardians at the end of Endgame. And he freaked out. He was like, what am I supposed oh, to do with do Thor? That. And then they were like, it's fine. Taika's going to put him in, Gar- in Thor. And he was like, I'm going to take him out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But, um, uh, and I think um, I had one more thought about. I'm so excited for Guardians. Uh, oh, I haven't seen any other criticisms other than yeah I haven't seen any scary. I haven't seen any problem I've seen not that many people complaining about like actual problems with the movie other than like I've only it's seen too too, dark, it's too, too sad for me I'm too sad <laughs> I got too sad at the movie good be sad at end of sentence I've seen a lot of stuff <laughs> where it's like uh, the story is really good it's a really good send off but it's so sad and I'm like yeah yeah some stories are sad uh huh <laughs> yeah. That's the point, you goober. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get into All our right. number one picks. What do, okay. You go first. I'll go. I'll, you right. know, no, I'll go first. Okay. You're going to hate me. Because honestly, this is a really dumb pick. I'm gambling a lot. I don't even know what you're I have Indiana pick. Jones and the Dial of Destiny being the highest grossing movie. There's no way that that's better than Guardians and I think it. I legitimately think it will. I don't think that there's that much hype for it. I think... It's a, it's, they love them requels. Everyone be loving them requels, all right? We got classic actor coming back to a role. We got action. We got adventure. We got probably time travel. If it's good, if it's really good, it can be number one. If it's really good, it could it be also, top. It also, it kind of has that dad factor a little no, bit. it's got grandpa factor. It's got grandpa factor. That's not as good as dad factor. But I think it could do it. I think it can be number one. I don't know. I think it's got a great release date. It's got the end of June. I was looking. I was from looking, what I've seen from trailers. I was looking at. I don't think the story. Previous year's box enough. office, and I was like, okay. A lot of people think the Marvel movie is always number one, but it usually isn't. I went back to 2015. Okay, Avengers: Age of Ultron comes out. Mm-hmm. Minions comes out. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those movies is number one. Okay. Number one is Jurassic World. If this has Jurassic World syndrome, even just like a little bit, I don't bit, think it does though. That could have the juice to push it over. It's got that. I think it might. Okay, but no, Jurassic World won for the same reason, like stupid, like Aquaman won. Like it was just a big CGI action fest. This might also be a big CGI action fest. But if it is that, then it won't be the character-driven story that the Indiana Jones people, people want. But. I'm not saying this is everybody, but dummies don't know that. <laughs> dummies just see the guy in the hat and say, that's Indiana Jones. There's one critical factor yes. I think you're missing here. This movie exists to set up a sequel. <laughs> Without Indiana Jones. Without Indiana Jones. Which means a lot of the time in this movie is going to be dedicated not to Indiana Jones and his quest. To his god But to his goddaughter, who is a character we've never seen before, have no emotional connection to is unrelated to the story as far as we understand it for the most part. And that's going to be Again, the focus. This is stupid. 
I just have a gut feeling that this is just going to be the movie that does it somehow. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going with my gut here, Sam. All right, you do that. What uh, do you have as number one? Do my, you? My, no way. My you gut not. tells me. Uh, yours is dumber than my mine. Gut te- no, but mine actually makes sense. Fast X is going to make the most money. Oh, my God. It's not a, like, it might. It could, if this happens, it might. Like, Indiana Jones has to try. And they have to try hard to get the, the number one spot. Fast X? They don't have to try they nearly as hard. They just have to take hard. a dump on the screen in front of everyone, have a car drive hey. over it, and go, family. The end of the and road. That's it. The end of the road begins, Sam. That's the other thing. This is the, the big finale. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. This is the, uh, this is the Avengers Infinity War. Oh the my Fast God. X universe. Of the, the Fast, fast saga. saga. I don't see a world where this isn't the number one movie. Because... For every other movie on this list, its spot changes based on how good it is, right? If Oppenheimer's bad, it's going down. If Little Mermaid's bad, it's going down. If Barbie's bad, it's going down. If Guardians is bad, it's going down. If Fast X is bad... It doesn't change it that well, that's much. Well, that's just a Fast and Furious movie. If Fast X is good... Okay, So the well, last cool. one came out in, in, in 2021. It came out in June. It did about 172 domestic. I'm not, I'm talking just like overall. It did worldwide. It did 700 million, and that was peak COVID. That was 2021. That was COVID still a pretty big factor. In that was pe- nothing else did numbers like uh, that. COVID. Let's see, Hobbs and Shaw came out in 2019. That did 159 domestic. That's like a spin on. That doesn't count. Uh, that yeah. So uh, that one didn't do nearly as well as the other ones. Uh, I'm trying to find the last like straight up one, which I guess would have been Fate, Fate of the, of the Furious. Furious. Uh, which I don't think that came in this came out in the summer though. So hold up. Um, I have to go way back. Yeah, I gotta go use the thing. I use the way back machine. What was it called? It was F eight. F eight. They didn't put F eight of the Furious. Yeah, it was F A T E, not F eight of the Furious. Come on, it's so easy. It should have been. And then the next one was F nine. Uh, all right. Um, did two twenty six in the U S. Fate did. It did one billion worldwide. Yeah, like that's. I'm sorry, Barbie's not making a billy. Guardian's not making a billy. Little Mermaid not making a billy. None of these are making a billy. Yeah, none of these are billion dollar franchises, except for Fast X. Fast X. That's yeah. a bil- that's a billion dollar right that's there. That's true. All right, you got Fast X number one. Some and also, the last time one released it in 2021, when it released. Was still lock COVID lockdown. Yeah, specifically in China, where these movies pop off like yeah. they they do massive in China. Now we have uh, John Cena, who's also, for some bizarre reason, insanely famous yeah. in China. I don't know why yeah. he is though. So this was supposed to be domestic, but I think we'll just kind of look at overall. Um, I do think I did mine domestic. If we're going global, I do agree with you. It's yeah, there, there's no way it doesn't. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. So we have all the same movies, just in a different just in order. Different orders. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think anything we I don't we can so look, we can so look stuff and see we excluded. Uh, we didn't put Book Club: The Next Chapter on there. Asteroid City. Uh, maybe didn't put Fool's Paradise, which I don't even think that's getting a wide release. That is. That's oh, Charlie Day's movie. Shoot, okay, we forgot about Extraction so, Two. <laughs> <laughs> um. We put, uh, we didn't, we didn't put the, we didn't, neither one of us put any horror, horror stuff. 
No, the boogeyman. No insidious. Those are not. Those are uh, no transformers. Neither one of us had transformers. That, on okay, our list. that one I think could. I think it has I the potential. I don't think you will to I, get on there. I think no, but I think the general the the general public's interest in transformers is gone. I think that that's true. Also, I don't. I think that every that, time I see this trailer come up, I don't. Uh, everyone's reaction is just like, "Oh, okay, we're doing this again." Why is Transformers popular? Just generally speaking, big robot hit other big robot no, no, and make no, no, explode. No. Why is it really popular? It was popular. Not the movies. Why is Transformers? It was popular, popular in the eighties. Why? Because of the toys. Because of the toys. What do people not buy anymore? Toys. Toys. Unless it's Lego, who cares? Yeah. You want to know who they sold the Transformers license to for the Legos? Lego. Rio. No, the Lego has it now. They have one now. One. One. I think they're, gonna, I think they're planning on doing more. They should have a long time ago. Anyway, um, but my point is toy sales aren't really a thing anymore. Yeah. People don't really buy... Again, except for Barbie and Lego. Those are really the only two that still make any money. Yeah, I just think domestically there's no interest. Yeah, Internationally, it could maybe do okay, but I I don't think I mean I honestly think it's Bumblebee over. didn't do great, but, and Bumblebee okay. was actually good. I will now, say though, no one really knew what Bumblebee. Nobody was. knew that Bumblebee came out really, but like last night did not do nearly as well as Age of Extinction. And did. I also I don't think they've so, done a good job of explaining that this is different than the, the yeah Michael no Bay no people are just gonna think this is another Michael Bay one. Exactly. Nobody's gonna know that it isn't. Um. And then also, so Michael the, Bay probably thinks the last one it. that was a big hit was nine years ago. Like, this is not a hot franchise. No, I don't see Transformers. I don't think Transformers is going to break in the top I'm, 10. Again, neither one there's, of I would say there's like a 20% chance it ends up on the list. I say, I, uh, if it was going to beat one of these out, I think it would probably be elemental. Yeah. Um, I could see enough, like, dudes, yeah. like older guys. I could see Dad Factor winning it out. A little bit. Maybe. Just a little bit. If it's good. If it's really good. Yeah. Um, and, and, okay. But wait also, a minute. Wait. No, no, no. We missed something. What did we miss? We missed something huge. What did we miss? Tucker. What? Big Monkey. Shoot. We forgot about Big Monkey. We did not Big factor in monkey. Big Monkey. Shoot. Okay. Shoot. We might have to actually no, change no, the no, list. No, our lists I'm are not locked kidding. in. No, our lists are locked in. They're locked in. We can't no, change. No, but Big Monkey. No. <laughs> that, this changes everything. No. Uh, um, For those of you who don't know, <laughs> movies with Big Monkeys. No, it's comics with Big Monkeys, Com- too. But movies also. <laughs> it's never been proven wrong. I mean, uh, King Kong, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, Kong Skull, Kong Skull Island, Island uh, Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes 2. Big Monkeys do Planet of the good. Apes 3. And not only do we got Big Monkey, but Big Monkey Peter fighting Jackson's Big King Robot. Kong. It's Big Robot Monkey. Bro, we we screwed up. Uh, I, I, I still don't think we just <laughs> No, I don't think it's um, on the list. Strays. We didn't include Strays. The R-rated dog comedy with Will Ferrell. Uh, that will be forgotten about in a th- matter of three Again, days. Again, that, that would have been a funny joke 20 years ago. That movie would have been... When those were actually a thing, those types of movies. When though Okay. No offense to these guys. When their names were big in the early 2000s, <laughs> and when movies about realistic dogs with poorly animated mouths talking and running around a city were a, a thing. Were a weird fad for no reason. Were a weird fad. This movie probably would have blown up. It's a parody movie 20 years too late. Yeah. This it's, is this, this is like if Scary Movie came out last year, or Spaceballs came out in 2006. It, it's way too late to the 
to the punchline. Yeah. Um, we didn't include Asteroid City. I do think that's going to be I one of his see... better his better performers. Although it's, I don't think it'll be mainstream enough. The to only make people a lot who of watch money. Wes Anderson movies are like college school film student junkies. Like that's really the yeah. biggest like demographic. I don't, like, I don't know what even is his every, highest grossing. Everyone movie. in my art class when I took the art class last semester, any time where we we were talking about um like symmetry, everyone was like Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson? What? Wes Anderson? What? And then the teacher put, put like a like a still frame from uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. And they're like, well, I love Wes Anderson. He's my favorite movie guy. I love that guy. But it's only college students where that happens. Uh, let me see if I can find his, his highest grossing movie. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Asteroid City looks cool. Grand Budapest Hotel. That did... 172 globally. Yeah, that's yeah, he's not gonna yeah, break. Yeah, he's not going into. I mean, not that it's. I don't think it'll be terrible. I just don't think it's gonna be a mainstream enough hit. To no, and and the cast is like the cast Stone is Johansson's absurdly the, famous. Yeah, we got a bunch of big names, but like all of his movies do, and they still don't. Yeah, do that no one. No, one uh, no people. People go into Wes Anderson movies because they know that it will be critically received very well. Like, it, regardless of how well it performs, it's gonna be critically received very well. Yeah, because it's a Wes Anderson movie. And you go as an actor. You want to be in one of those because yeah. prestige. It's, yeah, it's a prestige thing. You, you're like I was a tour filmmaker. I'm a real actor. Yes. It's one of those type of things. But it's not gonna make a. Lot Apparently, uh, he got it from an R to a PG-13, even though there's nudity in it. So he got away with having nudity Ooh. in a PG-13. Um, good for him. No hard feelings. We didn't put that on there. That's the Jennifer Lawrence like raunchy comedy that will. That will from Columbia Pictures, aka our boys at Sony. I will hear one table talk about that at the restaurant I work at, and that is it. That'll be the only conversation uh, I will overhear. Neither one of us uh, gave point. any thought to Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Uh, that which, if I had to pick a possible embarrassment of the summer, it'll be that one. Don't act like it's gonna. It's not. No, I don't think it'll be good. But in terms of family movies at the beginning of the summer, it's but that it's already pa- it's packed right it's at the tail end of the three big family movies. Yeah. I can see and it's got no brand recognition and it's uh got no marketing. I don't think it'll end up on top ten. No way it ends up on top ten. But I think people like it when studios other than Disney make animated movies in general. If it's not Illumination and Disney People are like, oh, wow, look, animated movie, whoa. So, I don't know. It might have some of that factor to it, but I don't. Uh, yeah, again, we didn't put Insidious. I don't think it's going anywhere. We didn't put Insidious. There's a new Insidious coming out. No one knows um, what's happening. I was looking at uh last couple of years. Um, there was, there occasionally a horror movie will break in there, but it's not super common. No one cares about um, last year. The Black Phone broke in there. The Meg got in there a few years. Yeah, but ago. that had like Stephen King associated. Yeah, and the Meg was only popular because it was a yeah. shark movie. Uh, we both have theater. We got. Uh, we Actually, didn't... wait, isn't the Meg two coming out though? Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Neither one of us put Haunted Mansion on there. Yeah, that's not. That's not going. I, it's sorry, Danny. Day. That's not going. Halloween. Anywhere. Should have come out at Halloween. You? How did you? How are you guys? This stupid? it was in September and they moved it up. Disney guys, um, spooky house movie goes in the the, the Halloween. Are you dumb? Like genuinely, they're losing a hundred million dollars by putting it out in the summer. Stupid. What? Why? They're not dumb for making it. 
No, it was very smart to make it. You're dumb for releasing for it in the releasing middle, of, it in the middle of, the of the summer. In July. Um, Counter- great cast, though. Counter-programming against your own Little Mermaid movie. Great cast. Um, not great behind-the-scenes talent, but... I mean, you got the writer from hey, Ghostbusters. they got Jared Leto in there. They got the writer from Ghostbusters 2016. I don't... Um, and then we get into August. Uh, we didn't have any August movies, either of us. Uh, there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's not going to be top 10. No uh, I don't know about... I really don't know about this one. Um, I like the animation style, but anytime I see people... I do want to see it, because the animation I do looks see really cool. I like the, that they got kids. Uh, they got the actual kids like kid as the turtles. Actors, yeah. Um, but uh, anytime I see people reacting to the trailers for this, it's just like... Why are we doing another Turtles? Why are we doing animated Turtles? There's been way too many versions of the. And the last, the last live action one didn't do very well. However, the last animated one was very well received in 2004. Oh, oh, the Netflix one. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I guess, but that was also a Netflix thing. Yeah, no one had to pay to watch that. That wasn't a theatrical. Um, The Meg Uh, Two. Okay, the Meg Two. I could see breaking the list. No. What? I could see it ending in top 10. Come on. Really? It's the Meg. You remember how The big? last, okay, the last one made it in, but does anybody remember the Meg? The last okay. one, the last one barely cracked in there at number 10. Okay, think about it this way. It beat out Mamma Mia 2. Think about it this way. How many people know about the Meg right now? Seven. How many people knew about it before it came out? Like eight. Like zero, because yeah. it didn't exist yet. We've had a whole Meg movie now. That was five years ago. It doesn't matter. There's people that have seen it. So people's brains are like, oh, I know that. I don't know. So if you walk into the theater with five of your friends, none of you guys could agree on a movie beforehand. You just walked up to the theater. You see, oh, I don't want to see a Marvel movie. Oh, your friend's like, I already saw Guardians. You're like, oh, well, we don't want to watch The Little Mermaid. That looks stupid. That's for babies. And then one guy's like, well, none of us have seen The Meg yet. He's like, have you seen The Meg? He's like, no. And he's like, have you seen The Meg? He's like, no. It's like, okay, well, that's fine. I guess we're seeing the Meg. Like, that's a, that's a very easy movie to just go see. I don't think it's got it. Um, Gran Turismo. That's too dumb. That is a hilariously <laughs> stupid concept. Uh, you guys are stupid for thinking it's a The Last Voyage of Demeter is a vampire yeah. thing. Uh, no, I don't think it'll do break in there. Blue Beetle. A... Blue Beetle. I forgot Heart of Stone. Oh, that's a Netflix thing. Oh, uh, Skydance. Blue Beetle, Sam. Blue Beetle should not have been released theatrically. <laughs> that is, that is. Uh, You're saying that as a fan of Blue Beetle. I really like Blue Beetle. He's like one of my favorite characters from Young Justice. He was super funny in Batman, Batman Brave, and, Brave, uh, Brave and, Bold. and Bold. I love Blue Beetle. I think he's awesome. I don't think that movie is, is <laughs> worthy of a theatrical release. Is well, it was shot. It wasn't shot for the. No, it was shot for HBO. It's very clear from the trailer. It's a little kitty movie. That it is shot and was intended for streaming. Yeah. And if you put it on a big screen, it just makes all the flaws much yeah. easier I, to see. I don't, honestly, I think that one's probably going to bomb. I think that's a big, And I don't want it bomb. to. I'm not rooting for it. Uh, uh, but I think that one probably will. I, I would love for Blue Beetle uh, to do well. Again, I love Blue Beetle. White. I like the guy from uh, uh, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah, Zolo, Mary Duenos. But I don't, uh, I don't think that should have um, been. White Bird, the Wonder sequel. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, no, it's a spinoff. Oh, they oh they got rid of the Wonder part. It's just White Bird now. Yeah. Uh, no, no one. Which was smart, because it has nothing to do no with No one's got to care. At all. 
Um, please don't destroy. That's the comedy group from SNL. No. Um, the hill. Uh, that's about it. Equalizer three rounds out the summer in September. Um, oh, shoot. We forgot about my big Probably fat not. Greek wedding. Yeah. Three. Dang There's it. really, I mean, <laughs> the, the ones I would watch out for that aren't, I don't know, either of our list to break in there is Transformers and the Meg, uh, maybe the Meg, uh, Those are the only two that have a chance of breaking in. Haunted Mansion, T- TMNT, uh, and then any horror movie that might just get enough teenagers yeah, to break in there. Any horror movie that's just on the list. But also, um, the Nun too. There's, that's not like... until late September, though. Um, I do. There is a chance that one of these August movies will get in there. So a lot of times you'll see that in the summer box office. It didn't really happen last year because nothing came out in August. Yeah. But one of those August movies that comes out early is able to kind of play through the dog days of the summer. It can wrap up enough dollars to break like number nine or ten. I, again, I think that I think the Meg could do because it's in August. I think the Meg and, and TMNT. It's gonna if one if that happens, it'll be one of those two. I don't TMNT is animated, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles brand isn't that big, but it is a brand. It's a, it brand, a brand bigger. No, it's a brand bigger than the Meg. It's bigger than the Meg, <laughs> but not, the, not theatrically. Like the Meg one made more money than I would probably say the last three Ninja Turtles movies combined. Oh, that's not true. No. The did Meg did not make you. I think you're overestimating how big the Meg was. The Meg made a lot of money in China, like a lot. Oh, in China, it was giant. I'm saying, like, I'm saying, international box office. Uh, the Meg did five thirty, uh, global. It did about half a that's billion. A, that's a lot. Uh, TMNT Out of the Shadows was the last one. That was yeah. 2016. That was seven years ago. I'm feeling old doing this. That did two forty five. It did about half. Yeah, no. there's no way that Ninja Turtles yeah. beats the Meg. There's no way that it beats All right, Meg. Um, that's our top 10 picks. Interesting that we all had, we had the same 10. So we'll yeah. come back. Uh, I, maybe we'll check up on this as the summer goes, but we'll come back at the end of the summer, uh, compare. We'll have some sort of prize or punishment. Uh, I'll post both these lists on Twitter uh, so you can see our, our picks. But that's, yeah, that's our top 10 summer movie predictions. A pretty good summer in terms of quantity. Uh a lot of just complete 50-50 shots that a lot of this is going to be any good. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. A lot of interesting interesting stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we can wrap up the show. That's Yeah, that's pretty much everything for today, guys. Uh, uh, thank you very much for watching and listening to the show. As always, we are available here on YouTube, on Spotify, Apple. All the links are in the description. All the places. Um, we're also on Twitter, at McDonald Media. I haven't been streaming for a while, but I might be coming back soon. This is Twitch. Uh, you know, that works on real life schedule, but, you know, who knows? Um, we're, uh, Patrick will be back for a Some couple episodes, episodes. During the summer when he's back a, in town. A couple episodes in the next coming weeks. Uh, so we'll see you guys. Uh, Guardians 3 next week. Very Guardians excited to talk about that. Very excited to see it. The most I've been excited for a movie in about four years. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I've been this excited for a movie since the, Doctor Strange the, the trailer, the second trailer came out, and I, like, felt, like, a feeling <laughs> that I was like, oh, I could be excited for things. <laughs> I, I was excited for Doctor Strange 2. Eternals killed, like, 80% of my MCU enthusiasm. Now, Doctor Strange 2 <laughs> ended up being not that great. But I was very excited. I was interested in Doctor Strange 2. I was never ecstatic. Because I, I really like Doctor Strange. I was not a huge fan of the first one. I, I was a huge fan of Sam Raimi, but I, I knew he was like just kind of like thrown in this project yeah, last like, minute. He was kind of dropped in. But um, yeah, I'm very excited for Guardians. I'm a big James Gunn fan. Oh, so. and uh, weekly Fortnite news, Anakin's. Or the Clone Troopers. All right, bye! <laughs> Bye-bye! All right, I gotta go. Peace.